Kui Vode. Welcome to Brika Saka Mandalorian Podcast. My name is Quirk. My name is Marika. I'm Brett. All right. What? I was supposed to do the intro. Oh, shoot. I forgot. Wait, oh. what? Oh. Because you're well, kind of half anyways, running Anyways. Uh... But then you didn't take enough notes, so really I'm running it. Because I remember all Wait, I'm not running it? Remember, Brett ran the restaurant. Do you own it? You can run this one if you want Didn't to. Didn't we all go into this thinking we were running it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I, thought we were doing it. I thought I was going to do this one and then you were going to do prison. Oh, we did say that. We did yeah. say that. You're right. Okay. Well, welcome to this episode cool. well, of I the have notes. podcast. Okay, well. <laughs> Oops, all showrunners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I was starting mine. I'm like, well, I didn't do my notes. Is like, Oh, oh, anyway, sorry. We are talking about the Indali Ark of Andor. Mm-hmm. You would have known that from the like, prettiest Ark of Andor. Yeah, I'd it's, probably it's, say it's, it's the, the visual pretty, arc. The visual. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would say the landscapes and then the eye. So mm-hmm. yeah. yes, yeah. Um, yeah. So we we did the first Ark of Andor a, a while ago. We did the finale. Would have been was that the last episode we did. Uh, I believe so. Months, <laughs> yeah, or so, a month or so ago. We've been busy. Long. Yeah, we took off for the holidays and we kept that holiday. Going, I guess, through Lunar New Year. That was last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like, the year of the rabbit. <laughs> so we are going to um, kind of spurred on by the fact that that Mandalorian trailer dropped. We are going to try to get back on schedule. Oh, so we are good. going to talk about the Indali arc of Andor, then the prison arc. And then Cork will probably do a crazy speculation episode mm-hmm. for season three. And then we, we we promise we will be on track for season three of Mandalorian. Yes, we <laughs> have this we, plan. we promise for Mandalorian we will actually upload every right. week. Well, right, well, and doing Wednesdays. Oh, my God. Court's throwing <laughs> shit. And doing Wednesdays, we'll be able to, so, like, because they release on Wednesday. Yeah. So we'll be able to, we record on Wednesdays right now, so we'll be able to release us the day that the, not release, record the day that <laughs> it's day, released. I was going to say, what the hell are you <laughs> not release. for? We might still record, so hopefully it won't be, like, it, we won't be a week after, before or yeah. anything. Like, well, I mean, like. If we were doing this on, like, Tuesdays Usually or it would Mondays. air on Fridays. We'd record on Fridays, and then we'd have it out by... No, we would record on Sundays, and we'd have it out by Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, so yeah. Hopefully like maybe Friday, Friday or... Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We'll see. But it won't be, like, a whole week off. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So anyway... Um, <laughs> okay, all right. So, well, you do it so, then. Well, okay. Well, kind of what I did, because we, we have tried... To talk about this arc before, or we did, but it got a little too long, and yeah, we tried to do Andali in prison together, and then yeah, realized it was a horror. Cork started doing a rant about hands, and everyone got too drunk, so we didn't do hands. <laughs> so, so basically, that's mostly to say I didn't kind of do like a play by play of every episode. I kind of had kind of the main points, and then if there's something we want to talk about, just obviously that's how yeah, that's kind of how I had it set up too. Okay, so. Starting with episode four, which is called Ndali. Did you already tell the directors? And what yes, is? Susanna White. Okay. She is the director for all three episodes. Okay. It was... And I think written by Dan Gilroy for each one. Okay. And Tony Gilroy, creator and writer for a few of them, I think. Okay. Okay, so we start with Luthane flying Cassian basically to the Scottish Highlands, where we meet the the seeming leader of whatever where he's going to. His name is Vel, and she is not happy to see him at all. I also like this whole early conversation with um, Cass on and, the ships. Yeah, in Luthen about like basically what it means to to just kind of like exist in the background and how it doesn't matter. Like, like I think at one point he says, uh, "He's like they'll hang you with the same rope for stealing. Like they'll use the same rope to hang you if you're stealing or if you're 
if you're stealing like a part or the whole payroll, they're going to hang you either way. Yeah, and he's Why basically saying of like, I know you either want to fuck up the Empire or you want money. I don't really care. Like, I just yeah. need someone to... Rewatching it today, Cork pointed out. Cork, what are the lights on the ship? On the Fondor, there's like these little light fixtures with like this mm-hmm. orange light behind them. They're like a grate. They are literally like an egg slicer, like a hard-boiled egg slicer with the metal part taken off. And once you see it, you're never going to be able to unsee it. And I, someone like said that on either Twitter or Tumblr like a while ago, and I saw it, and that's all I can think of any time I watch those yeah. scenes. But <laughs> it's like, really it goes funny. back to like you know the original Star Wars, where we just kind of yeah. made up. What did they have on hand? Right, yeah, it works. Exactly. You look at it in in the background, not thinking about it. It looks sci-fi enough. Yeah, a great so light designers picture. like slicing hot yeah. knife for sale and be like, wait. <laughs> yeah, They're, those are funny. Yeah. Um, I also uh, liked in this conversation, Cass's like um, almost mythicized version of his past that he tells of like when yeah. he was like on um, Minben, I think, and that like all of this. And while some of it was true. Luthen basically, like, points out, like, no, you weren't there for that long. You were a cook. But, yeah, you are right. They ha- did have you guys fighting each other. Yeah. Um, I like that. And that, like, we kind of see that continuing. Yeah, we have no thing. idea what his actual military career was. Yes. But yes. it's probably, it seems like a cook at some point. But then, like, yeah. he did well with the soldiering part. So, like, maybe... He, no, he didn't right. say... He said three years on one that, of the planets. That was for a prison planet. Yeah. So, after he... After he, um, like, fought the clones or stormtroopers or whoever after Clem's death, mm-hmm. he said that he got taken when he was 13, went into a, a prison camp or whatever for three years, and then I think after that, he constricted into the yeah. army, okay. was in that for a little bit, and then deserted or left or... Yeah, I think he, I think he, like, I think he was discharged, if I remember, from what they said his crimes were... Like in the very beginning, yeah. like his past. Well, because he recognized Skeen's tattoo, and it seems like mm-hmm. it was like a military prison tattoo. Yes, like so. a prison it was school a kind of thing. Yeah, he's actually a hitman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Luthan tells him that they're going to be going to steal the um, quarterly payroll for the entire Imperial sector. <laughs> I liked rewatching this because so much stuff I just didn't catch on to mm-hmm. the first time. Because then from that, we then cut back or. Somewhere in this, we cut to Deirdre, and she's basically in a meeting where they're talking about how the empire, the empire is low on funds. Yeah. So this is also our introduction to Deirdre. I thought it was. Yeah. And see, the, I forgot I, that too. The whole ISB in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was. Um. Yeah, I like I like so much of all of the ISB kind of thing. I also like in that first meeting we have God, what is the name? General Pargatz or whatever it is. The main, the like guy that's in there. Yeah. Whoever he is. The, like, old white guy that's leading the ISB, our little ISB group. He has oh, says yeah, that Clyburn from Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says that whole thing about how, how they're, like, a healthcare organization and that they need to find and extract the sickness of rebellion. Yes. Which, tell me you're a fascist dog whistle. Right. Or, that's, that's, it's, a perfect, whistle. it's a perfect fascist dog whistle of, like, these people are diseased and yeah. sick and we need to get rid of them to further ourselves. So I like that we set that up real quickly. Yeah. Why don't you leave this episode and I'll just comment in. Okay. (laughs) But also have, like, this, uh, you know, whole bureaucracy of it. Yeah. That that was heavy on the, all the ISB points for these, for these episodes is how, like, like, bureaucratic. Yeah. And normal. Like, we're just in an office building. 
Yeah. Like a creepy, scary office building, but definitely still just like an office building. Yeah. Yeah. We also have, um, after that, yeah, like you said, we get with Vel and we get introduced to the rebel group and we have Vel, who's the leader, Sinta, Nemec, Skeen, um, Terraman, and Gorn, the lieutenant. And we like immediately kind of get that there's like, no one's uh, really getting fully along in this Ooh. camp. Like, yeah. We... While they are a team, it doesn't seem like they're, like, really all that friendly with each other. Even yeah. without, like, Cassian being thrown into the mix. Yeah, because we find out that they've been there for five months, which I think Val said to What Cass- are you talking about? How dare you diss everybody's friend, Nemec? <laughs> right. Nemec is the only one that's Nemec nice is to everyone. The team <laughs> yeah. yeah, but even Skeen at one point, like, Nemec asked him, like, do you trust, Ke- like, Clem? And, and Skeen's like, I don't know if I trust you. Yeah, he's like, I barely trust you. <laughs> yeah. So we get that they're all kind of on edge. And even later when we learn, like, I think we learn almost all of their motivations um, for why they are in the rebellion. Yeah, we do learn everyone's. It takes, I think at first... I mean, first, Nemec is kind of obvious because, like, uh-huh. he's so... Um, Vocal about it? Yes, yeah. We understand that he's just, like, a philosopher he's doing kid it for who, the cause. who wants to be there. Um, and then I think... Oh, I guess the only person we really don't find out why is Vel. Yeah. Which I guess we find out later. And we, it, get, we get vague on Terraman because all we hear is that he used to be a stormtrooper. Yes. But we don't get why he left that or what the inciting... I mean... I think he's the last I mean, I'm one sure. schemes isn't... Yeah, it doesn't seem like Skeens is real or not completely real. He he says that it's, well, Vel makes, as an apology, Vel makes him tell Cassian about his brother, who apparently was a farmer, whose land was taken and then he was killed by Imperials. Yeah. Um, And then we find out that it's... It's uh, a fucking lie. All of Sinta's family was killed by stormtroopers, and uh, Gorin is hot elf from the Lord of the Rings show. He fell in love with a local woman. He's been there the oh, longest. He fell in love oh with a local woman. Oh my god, I was woman. like, no he's not. Like, no, he's definitely not. <laughs> no, he, not, he's not actually, but he has well, the because same he story. Used to be, he was in Star Wars. He was in... He was, he was, um, he was... Quinn, the, the Twi'lek from the Prison Break episode yeah. of Mandalorian. Oh, oh male, Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait. And I was like, oh, are we getting mixed up our Star Wars people here? <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So basically, yes, but same plot line. He fell in love with a local woman. Then he didn't get a promotion. Then they killed her. So now yeah. he's like, "Fuck this." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we kind of get introduced to them, and we see that like through this first episode, everyone's kind of arguing, and they're like, "Vel is definitely the leader, but it doesn't seem like she has a lot of control over yeah, the situation." Yeah, I, I even wrote in my notes that she has pretty sketchy leadership. Yeah, over she's all of struggling, this. and like going through this the second time. Um, when she brings everyone, like, when Vel and Cassian first walk into camp, everyone does turn and look to Cinta and says, what, and is basically like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Like, Cinta's assuming Cinta the, might know. Yeah, yeah, that continues. I agree. Once I watched it the second, like, I think this was maybe my third or fourth time watching this arc. I had it on a lot of in the background. But, um, yeah, the, first, the second time I was like, okay. All right, this is way more obvious now that you know that I get what we're doing here. Yeah, like so I'm still I'm still going with the right now. I'm not calling it queer bait, but because I think it fits the stories and the characters. But we'll have to see where that goes. I don't think it's queer baiting since they do actually. Well, they well Skeen says that like basically right. tells Cassie and like don't fucking worry about it. Like 
Or like, don't get don't yes. get excited. She's shaving right. a bedroll. And when they have that shot, you literally see, see Val walking out of like clearly there's only one bed in this hut. Like, yes, and, writing trope only one. And so it's the way like people like are trying to figure out like. Val knew something everyone assumed Cinta did. Yeah, because yes. they assumed they did. And then even, right. like, the, the hand-touching on the second thing, uh-huh. like, Val got so close to her. Yes. I was like, okay. And also, I think one of my favorite ones is when, right before they're going, and um, Cinta is, like, quizzing Cassian on, like, the Aldani words as mm-hmm. he's getting dressed. She, like, at one point goes and, like, ties one of, like, the ties on his shirt. And then he's, like, he, like, kind of flirts. He's kind of being the little whore he is. And then... Everyone starts fighting, and then Cinta goes up to him and is like, and you can dress yourself. Oh, Val does. <laughs> yeah, Val does. That's what yeah. I mean. Yes, Val. And I'm like, okay, Val, all yeah. right. <laughs> also, in that thing, Cinta was teaching him the words. Yes. You think Cinta is a native to this planet? I, See, I still can't Because I think the way she... She, she gives what, off the vibe. It's like the last shot, basically, or like the last shot of, like, on Eldani. Is when, her viewing... When she's looking at the eye and everyone else is amazed and she just looks pissed off. Because I think she's being like, I used to be amazed by this and then this fucking shit ruined it for everyone. I don't know, because I feel like... I, I, I feel like I go on the line about that, mostly because of what we later hear about how... The Empire has kind of ruled and taken control over Aldani. They seem to be going less pure force and more like he he says that whole thing about um don't they take like time? We give oh. them choices and they don't know they haven't paid like this soft cultural genocide. God, thing when that he's literally doing. bragging about how yes. he's destroying their culture. I was yes. like, oh fuck so, this but dude. it feels like more like because they said like they want the people, you know, because yeah. they want them for the you know, the imperial Amazon warehouses they're building yes. or whatever. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm not sure because... Now, I'm not saying clearly I'm sure there were massacres of people in the yeah. mix of that. Or, but like, it does maybe seem, first when they got there, right. that would have been seven years ago, what would seem right. to have been, like, 14. But like, it does seem, like, s- slightly less they were going full occupational yeah. invasion. Yeah. And more, oh, we're here now. What are you going to do about it? We can negotiate... Yeah, that's you know, true, because you could think of maybe they took over this planet like a, like what they try to do on Ferrix until it all blows up at, right. at um, mm-hmm. uh, Fiona Shaw's funeral. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, see, that's why I'm like, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because I, mean, I, I could definitely still see that happening there, yeah. but it does seem like it is less of their goal in that area. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but anyway, after we kind of have that initial meeting, we also in this episode get introduced to um, Mon Mothma and everything that goes along with her. Oh, this is Mon Mothma's introduction as well. Yes. I just thought this was when we she, we found out she was part of the rebellion already. No, this is okay. our. I think I'm pretty sure our first introduction we have her coming into. Yeah, it's the first time we actually see mm-hmm. her. Yes, because we also have. Um, Luthen's whole Luthen does drag and runs an antique yes. store. Yes, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like his whole little, his getting ready. Yeah, thing is like the funny. Yeah, thing. it's very good. So we get that, and we see, and we have this whole ideal of her, like, basically being like, I'm really vulnerable in this. Like, I'm implicit, and like, I'm gonna be the first that they see if they look into this, mm-hmm. which is probably a little bit true. But also, like, it's funny how, like, I think that that's the main theme of this, these arcs, is how disconnected from everything else the people of Coruscant are. Yeah. Where, like, even Luthen is really disconnected from it. Yeah. He isn't, like, you know, at the very end when it's successful, even though almost everyone's died, he's, like, laughing and super happy after we just left from 
you know, literally cast killing skiing yeah. and, and over Nimic's dead body having this whole conversation. So it's like this kind of yeah disconnect between that. Yeah, so we get that. We also get her introduction to her family and Pierre. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that first one, like where they're setting up for like the party and everything. Some dinner party he didn't tell her about. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, you know, on her little soapbox about like the people that that these because some of those people are like Palpatine's little group. Yeah. Um. Yeah. His aim group. Yeah. So she like kind of goes off on that and. He he says that whole line of like, must everything be boring and sad? I and love I, when he's just like, oh, the poor's are so or starving. I yes. don't care, mom. Let's have a party. Yeah, it's very good, and I think that's kind of the perfect of. I feel like that's such a great. It's such a great boil it down. It feels of, like a of like a situation. like a like a center left politician, rich, rich person who's going to kind of. Just kind of s- sleepwalk into being fine with fascism. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Like, it's like a... He well, says it's ex- so hard to think about. He says, yeah. I don't want to deal with extremists, meaning also, like, people that are on the far left are extremists. So we can... R- R- right. Yeah, yeah. Right. extremism isn't good on on both sides. Yes. And you're literally talking about, like, literal Nazis. Both and, like, of these sides are the same. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He gives that vibe. That's... Uh, I love that. We also have... Um, the whole Cyril returning home situation. Yeah, Cyril goes to New Jersey. Yeah. But yeah, because him, him and Scotty and their boss get fired. Yes. And we have see that the Empire is just taking over the corporate sector altogether. Yeah. We also, in this arc, have some of them, like, setting up on Ferrix mm-hmm. and kind of just getting themselves yeah, in they, there. they decide to take over, that they're going to make the hotel the headquarters. Yes. Yeah. I love Cyril's little thing like, moment in the, these arcs, because we kind of get, like, the obviousness of his character in it. Like, the, you know, the middle class, upper middle class, maybe, yeah. person who is from somewhat privileged, but feels like they should be more privileged. Yeah. And they're, I feel what like he's very much, him? he's very much like that, like, kind of like Joe Andrew Rogan, Tate, Andrew Joe. Tate, oh, listener yes, kind of exactly. ideal that yeah. I, I should have more. Why is why is this? Why is it not working for me? Why am I in poverty? And instead of think, thinking, why is everyone allowed to be in poverty? You're instead thinking like somebody, those people are getting a special treatment, yeah. and they shouldn't be. Yeah, I feel like oh, he's that. I'm perfect. so. I'm so happy. I bought her dinner. Why won't she have sex with? I was going to yes. say I'm so grateful when his incel side comes out with him and Deirdre next season. Yes, <laughs> it's. I think it. I, I very much feel like he's that perfect, angry, white, like, young white man who is confused about why things aren't working for yes. him. Um, so how I think he's this, a really... How does this... I'm sorry. I sometimes I'm just... How does how a Star, Star Wars show exist? There are people yeah. fucking jerking off to fucking 12-year-old Ahsoka in fucking, yeah. like, a tank top, and then this is also here, which is basically yeah. just mocking those people? Like, oh, what? Yeah. I don't understand. No, it That's is... That's actually... I want to... Yes. It's too I'll, good to be a Star Wars show. Yes, yes. It's like an actual political show that's making... And I love Which is why people are mad yeah. about, like, some parts of it, but... Yeah. Uh, one video, like, I cannot recommend enough if you want to listen to a long-ass thing about Andor... And like it being revolutionary art is um, Jesse Genders. I think it's called Andor as a revolutionary something like Andor as a revolution, or mm-hmm. it's so good. And one of the things she talks about is how why Andor is hitting different, and why everyone's saying it's so good is because it has what what Star Wars was about in the original trilogy, and still somewhat in the 
in the um, prequels is that when George Lucas was in charge of it, like, the whole point was that the Empire was the U.S. Yeah. That the rebels were the Viet Cong and, like, that was the war he was kind of putting it on. He said this, yeah. So he, and that was, like, why, like, we see, like, the Ewoks using, like, guerrilla warfare and, like, that whole ideal Mm -hmm. of it and that the big, you know, strong power should have been able to succeed over these small people who are trying. So, like, it did put some of the, like, light and blame onto, like, what we were doing in the U.S. Yeah. And the prequels continued that in a way, especially as we went further through them with, like, there was some stuff about, like, the Iraqi war and the slow rise of power between, mm-hmm. like, giving the more control to the executive branch through the Congress because they were scared and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you see that go through it. And then, like, once we got to the sequels, it was just Nazis. Yeah. It was yeah. just the base Nazi. Yeah, thing. We but, didn't... like, the same way we've been making, like... Film, like movies and, and content about that. God, I can't just believe they use content in that way. But we've been making like stories and art about that since like the 1960s. Of being right. like, there's no questioning, there's no understanding of how people could have slept walked into this. They're just pure right. evil. We're just yeah. here and they're evil. Yeah. And now we have to defeat them. Yes. Where like obviously the good people are good because mm-hmm. they are not these people. Yeah. So rather than that, they took that ideal and re-gave it some of that. Re-gave the Empire in and or some of the problems that we see now in America and then are able to, yeah. like, put that, especially when we put it on, like, the everyday person trying to fight back rather than, you know, the space wizards. Yeah, so and exactly, really like, cool even way. how Cassian doesn't initially join for any... Yeah, reason. Reason. He just needed money, and then he's like, oh, wait, maybe I should do this? And yeah. then he isn't even fully motivated until, like, his mom gets killed and his entire town is destroyed. Right. Like, Right. So, like, that's... I think, like, the main parts of this whole arc are to point out disconnect of Coruscant. And we have that, have that with both Cyril and, I think, Mon and Luthen on both sides yeah. oh, of yeah. it. And then we have, like, the bureaucratic fascism happening mm-hmm. in the background and yeah. how that has set up. And then we also have Cass's continued arc towards radicalization yeah. and his kind of pushback on that. And, and not being like, sure the plight of... It. of- just the soldier versus the cause. Right. Yeah. Just the the ideal of doing something for money and the ideal of doing it because you want to do it. Yeah. And where that line kind of hits in the middle. I mean, even based on everyone on the team, they were all they all have like a personal reason, I guess, except yes. for Vel, to like But again, I really know. Well, I wonder I wonder if Vel is just always is close with Mon and so she's like, Hey, I'm part of the rebellion because for ideological reasons. Yeah. Like, do you want to join up for this ideological thing? Which also works because the rich white liberals and then yes. all these other like average people are just like, Well, I was individually affected by this, now I'm going to join the rebellion. Mm-hmm. But like they yes. needed something specific to happen to them yeah. because they didn't have the resources to fight back before that. Right, the whole line that everyone has their own rebellion. Yes. That Vel says to him. Yeah, that's like the thing I love about this. So, yeah, in that first episode, we're getting all this set up, and that's kind of it that happens in that one. We meet the group. We're kind of accepted into it-ish. Yeah, it ends with a campfire, so you... Yes. Uh, you Vel and Center are sitting kind of close together, and Cassian's been given a bunch of homework to do. Yes, and he's just wearing a hoodie. I love it. I, I love it. I love that the costumers were able to make him just sitting there in literally a hoodie. At one point, it does look like Nimic is just wearing sweatpants. <laughs> It's perfect. It's so good. They they made the costumes look so real that it works. Yeah. Like, oh, I love how grounded in reality they 
they make it. The fact that so many people are eating and drinking throughout the show. Yeah. Like, so many times people are eating or drinking. Yeah. Um, Because episode five, the act begins, does start with Cyril eating cereal at his mom's table. Yes. Yeah. And he is a white-wing millennial loser with an emotionally abusive mother. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. He Yeah, he doesn't know what to do. He's kind of stuck in this weird rut. And instead of, like, thinking of why... Instead of thinking why everyone was okay with brushing this corruption, because he really thinks that... You know, a crime was committed and they were the law enforcement and everyone just wanted to let it go because that was better for them. Instead of evaluating how the system is okay with that, he decides that the person who committed the crime is the main problem. Yes. And that's who we should blame for all of his problems. Yeah. Like, it's such a, it's so, it's such a disconnected way of thinking mm-hmm. of it. Like, you can't even comprehend the idea that maybe the empire is bad. No, and no, no. That's why they're doing it, bad, it's, bad it's things. The brown happening. guy. Yes. It's the brown guy. We need to get, <laughs> right. We need to target him. It's, yeah. <laughs> and we also, yeah, his mom with the. He's I love after his job, obviously. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, he did kill an officer. I, but... I love his mom's like. I I love everything about her. Yes. I also feel she's a very good like. Yeah. We're good enough in the system that I don't need to think about anything else. Yeah. It's the it's the birth of the Karen. Well, I'm special. The disconnect. I'm. Well, I don't even think so much. I think it's just so disconnected from everything else. She's in her world as she's a, she, a chorus. She's like an upper middle class, like a New Jersey Jewish yeah. mother. So she's like, you're a fucking failure and I'm not going to worry about the rest of the system because yes. I'm only focusing on how you yes. are not doing well enough for the family. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you need me to call your uncle? I can call your uncle. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, the disconnect between the, the chorus or probably really in general, you could say the core as a whole. Yeah. Um, from the rest of the world that exists. Yeah, because their families aren't getting killed like sentences they are. Like, no. There's just, Especially like, not those in the middle. The, yeah, there's just some, like, weird law that they, like, don't... It doesn't really affect them or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> they won't take in their kids to drag story hours every, anyway, so, yeah. like, it doesn't really affect right. them. <laughs> right. So, I think the whole rest of this, this episode uh, with the whole Rebels is this struggle between... Cass and Skeen and Cass and Nimick, and this ideal of them both being yes. mirrors of himself and him being stuck in the middle. Yeah, because they are basically like either of them fighting for. Yeah, because it it wakes it starts with him, like waking up suspicious, um, because his stuff is gone, mm-hmm. and then he finds that he moments he put his necklace the necklace that like was his deposit thing in his pocket, but yeah, then this is when he goes out to Skeen. He like who. Apparently Val told Skeen to go through all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. With, well, then again, maybe she didn't. Um, right. But, so so yeah, they have a little conversation about how they were both POWs at some point. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, and then he, but yeah, yeah, it is kind of Skeen being like, just like, well, yeah, I've always hated the Empire, no real reason or anything. But, like, it right. just seems like, yeah, he, does, he doesn't try, like, he's no, the yeah. desperate, he's the desperate trying to survive. Exactly, yeah. Right, like, that's all he's trying to do. While Nimic is trying to, like, Educate him and kind of like show him. Nimic <laughs> is such a nerd in this episode. I know. I <laughs> he's learning about the eye. He's going. Ah, uh, he ha, like Hassan tells him why he's dead, and then he's like, "Oh, you're my perfect candidate," and yes. then launches into his manifesto. Uh, I like when he's uh, <laughs> when he is like when they have the whole the model, and he's like, "Oh, well, lift that. It's, it's fragile." The, he's like, "The rain messes with the glue." <laughs> he's like afraid of his model. His little diorama phone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he tries to tell Cass about, like, 
all of his ideals and that. Yeah, we also see like the whole drinking thing. Nimic brings like the the milk there and gives the milk to Cassian, and he's supposed to be drinking it as Nimic is saying this whole spiel. And you know he's talking about like the fact that the the Empire has like stripped them of all the knowledge they could have that they become reliant on imperial technology mm-hmm. and like that the whole problem is that the pace like the whole quote is the pace of oppression outstrips our ability to understand it. And that is the real trick of the Imperial thought machine. It's easier to hide behind 40 atrocities than a single incident. <laughs> I knew you'd write that quote down. I was like, oh, I want to talk about this yes. quote specifically. I was like, oh, of course I'm going to write it down. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> that's love perfect. that quote. Yeah, it's, it, and yeah. that's another thing of, like, a perfect, you know, a perfect, like, actual call to, like, what's happening in the real world. Yes. Like, it's an excellent you know. encapsulation of the series and what the path America's been on since, like, 2015, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, I think it's perfect. I think, like, the the greatest example of it is, is mass shootings. Like, there's already been 40 mass shootings this year. So we happened this week. Yeah. And, like... Right, and, like... And all the victims were Asian, and we didn't really talk about it. Yeah. Right, like, it's... And it's... It, it, we don't talk about it, because we would be talking about it all the time. And it's, yeah, and people get tired. And again, does it always have to be boring and sad? Like, exactly. does everything have to be boring and mm-hmm. sad? Like, yeah, it's... It's no, the, I mean, the Bengals becomes... are in the playoffs, Corey. Right. We can't be talking about all these mass shootings. The Bengals are in the it's playoffs. It's not the time. Yeah. The, the families are still recovering. We all need to be talking yeah. about gun rights. And by now. that time, four Another other ones, ones have happened. <laughs> right. Literally one happened yesterday. Yeah. No, there have been three this week. In Cal- yeah. like in just, oh, like, I don't even know all the locations. I was going to say it was the seventh one this month in California yesterday. Dude, no, I think it was more than that. There have been, There's been least, a bunch uh, in California. There's been almost 40 this year so far. Yeah. And like Wait, that's, you know, that's, and it's the twenty fifth. No, I was gonna yeah. say that's double the amount of days we've had in this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, well, we're talking about this whole ideal, and um, you know, Skeen is like, well, I want to hear what what Clem thinks, and he's basically like, I know what I'm against. Yeah. That's all that matters, and that's when Nimic's like, oh, you're the perfect audience for this. Yes. Like, <laughs> here's my manifest. Yes. <laughs> and oh, baby boy. So. And then that, like, conversation ends up getting broken up. But I do like how it ends. It's because Skeen's like, drink your milk, Clem. And he, like, instead takes it and, like, throws it in the fire. Yeah. So it feels very much like a... I'm not, not accepting Nimix. Right. I, I don't... Uh, yeah, I'm... Whatever. Yeah. This is fine. I'll hear it, but I'm, I'm not going to accept it. I'm not part of your cult. Right. So we then have... That's when they talk about the whole... They don't actually know how to get the, yeah. the ship out. Yes, that's um, what Cassian's like. Wait, what do you say? Yeah, yeah. like and because like, I like how when he's like, "Is this a test?" Yeah, and like, like and Terramin and Vela looks at him and he's like, "Well, you guys actually don't know how to get this fucking thing off of here." And he's like, "What were you gonna do if I didn't show up?" Yeah, like they're like, "It might have been rough, but we figured it out." I was like, like yes. "No, it was a suicide mission." Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's another thing is that that uh, I I saw someone point this out. Was Luthien trying to get rid of Vel? I'm wondering. I don't know. Was was Aldani supposed to be successful? Or were they supposed to die and that was supposed to be an inciting event? Could have been. We could have martyred an entire team. Hey, if it worked out, great for them. If it failed, hey, they killed all these people. That's what I mean. Was Vel, like, argue... Because we see Vel kind of, like, later come forward and try to, like, you know, ask for more than what she's getting. Yeah. Right, like at the very end when she comes to Clea and is saying like, oh, all this oh, stuff is happening. Oh, is that the girl in the shop? Yes. yes. Okay, because she at one point says, I can't remember which episode it is, but 
the only thing that can track the team on Aldani back to Luthen and her is Velve. And then he says, like, but also Andor. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but that was, like, a last-minute like a last minute decision. Right. Oh, my God. It even plays more into the, like, he's a chess master, pers- like, persona right. type that he has. Well, we find it, yeah. Because, it's like, a- hey, she's just a pawn. You know, you gotta sacrifice a few pawns to get the Right. We, he, we, well, he, he does that later. Like he, he kills yeah. that, he kills lets that, like, team rebels. like, 40 die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, if they didn't, they'd lose their one contact in the IBS. Yeah. Yeah. IBS. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was gonna do it. I actually wrote it wrong in my notes that I had to go over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, and also, we see Val kind of, like, cause issues she's asking more questions she's trying to get more from them mm-hmm. was she asking for a leadership position and doing this was the right option to be like maybe this will solve that problem too maybe she is too public and also if it did get back who she was maybe a high level person in the Shandrillan, uh like you know society high society died during a rebel thing that might cause some weird or, conversation. And it's definitely gonna, like, if, if, Mom, are they cousins or is she cousins? cousins? Okay. So, like, if Mom Mothma's cousin, like, if, let's say every, they say they couldn't get the little transport thing off of the ceiling and everyone dies. So then they're probably gonna identify this group of criminals mm-hmm. because, like, they probably try to cover it or not talk about, like, how, but anyway, so they're gonna identify right, they're gonna wanna fucking, say, and they still are gonna use that as a reason to crack down. They still get the same thing. They're probably still gonna pull yeah, yeah, new but, effort, but in. they're gonna you know they're gonna right. they're gonna plaster those their yes. fucking faces everywhere. And the one is like the senator's cousin. Like, oh, let's start looking into the senator. Oh, she's got all these weird financial shit going on. And then Luthen loses all, all of his funding. Yeah, so I don't know what I just think that that was interesting. Is like how was it supposed to be successful? How successful was it supposed to be? I mean, like, they had been there for five months and it didn't seem like Luthen was com- contacting them. All that much. So maybe this was something they thought they could figure out, and then they had just been there for a long time and realized, like, well, shit, we can't figure this well, out. Well, he, he did also say it was either take him or call it off. Yeah. So maybe he just wanted to distract her for five months. You know what I mean? True. And if they figure it out, great. If they don't... Yeah, true. And he yeah, decided that... Dolly, like, that there's he, nothing there except right. this bank vault. Like, right. And that he decides that, you know what, if I have this person who I think is going to help... Yeah. Let's let's go forward and get a big event that's going to make something happen. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's um, a whole interesting point. I don't have. A yeah, question. so during um, this whole episode, this is the axe forgets. I think. Yes. We also for like the whole rebel camp. What they're doing is they're kind of going through the actual run. Yeah, we're high like, practicing what to do. You know, we also get this. I like a lot of these interactions between Cass and them, like. When he gets really mad at Terraman for, like, touching him over and over again. Yes. <laughs> and be like, just tell me what to do. Like, don't touch me. Yeah. Um, we also see that he, like, was able to notice who was what-handed left at hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> was, like, left and right-handed and where they should be standing. That would be more accurate. And I do think that's interesting that, that Terraman didn't think of that. Despite the yeah. one being in the active, like, in a Because he squad. was a stormtrooper. Right. You know what I bet they fucking do? They probably don't let stormtroopers be left-handed. Because it's probably maybe easier to just make everything right. right-handed. Yeah. Yeah, that could so maybe be he wouldn't have thought about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> Jeez, that's... Oh, it was Terraman the one who's left-handed, or is it Skeen? Skeen is left-handed. Skeen's okay. left-handed. Skeen is left-handed. Which means he's going to die sooner. Uh- <laughs> True the liar. Oh, wow, we're bringing hands. left-handed... Hands! The hand symbolism! I'm standing by the hand symbolism. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, Wait, we have doesn't, doesn't he, like, do it because he can do... No, 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 Nimic's the one who is right-handed but shoots left. Shoots left. 
which that's just something about him with hands, right? Could argue he did, he does bad at the actual shooting part of it. Yeah. He usually is right-handed, but when he's left-handed, he can't figure it out. Yeah. Because remember, he was the one that got that you know got held at gunpoint by yeah. the office that one like yeah. engineer officer. Oh yeah, that was him. Yeah, because he was he seemed scared at that point, holding his gun. He was like, "Well, shit." Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Cindy just flings around a corner. Yes. And like, oh, bam! I love she like, jumps off the stairs and flings on the railing. Yes. And it's like poop. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I also love this this ideal that like we have like these tie because uh, what the whole thing this whole place is really being guarded and paroled by like three tie fighters. That's a very... their main force. Yeah, because it seems like they're going to destroy where the temple is and kind of all the land around where the main kind of base thing is to make it a bigger airfield. Yes. Is what the plan is. So right now it's just this real small little hangar that's like off in the middle. But we are able to like see just how terrifying TIE fighters can be. Oh, yeah. Rather than like just the cannon fodder for the dog fights, which is usually what we see them as. Yeah, this, like, low flyby Again, that they do. This yes. show is so good at just showing. Well, yeah, uh, right. I think there was that, I think it was that Jesse Gender video, too, but she was talking about how they almost use the TIE fighters like a monster in a monster movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, where they have to, like, duck down and hide, and then yeah. they, like, come by, and, like, everyone is, like, holding their breath and hoping they don't notice them. It's not, well, even, freak, uh, Game about to come out, Jedi Fallen Word. The TIE Fighters are scary in that game, too. Yeah. Everything's scary in that game, because everything can kill you. And that's a little... I, I mean, I think they got some of that that scale with... Um, Specifically the AT, uh, ATSD walkers mm-hmm. in Fallen Order. Yes. Actually oh God, horrifying. I hate, <laughs> I hate those. Well, it's a mini boss fight every time. Yeah. But um, I think they did do some of the TIE Fighters scale thing with the Mandalorian. Yes. A little bit, especially in that first season. The fact yeah. that we only have, like, these ragtag groups, but they're still, like threatening i I think that's kind of also what we get with with this a little bit more yeah but we show that like a whole plan can be fucked over by one or two tie fighters like that's all that really needs um and how fast they are and how maneuverable they are is really actually kind of fucking crazy they're they're well designed yeah and then we get um them ready to like leave the whole the whole base Mm -hmm. um and they go up into like the mountains and we get them at the top like where they're scouting and being like we're getting ready to go yeah. We also, I think in this episode, we have a little bit of Gorn at the base getting ready for the visit. Oh, yeah, we have him. I think in this one is where he um, gets mad at them for doing target practice at the little temple. Yes. I think this is this when he has to, I think I had, I had, I had this fucking racist written in here. Um, I, I no, I don't think it's, yeah, but yeah, he does get mad that they were doing target practice at the little temple. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, yeah, the, the guy in the tower is being a fucking racist. That's yes. what it was. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, this is when he's going through, and he basically lets the soldiers in the vault, like, or by the vault, mm-hmm. suggest that they should only have a skeleton crew down there. Yes. Yeah. During the eye, because I because those soldiers are like, well, like, the only good thing about being posted at Aldani is maybe you could see the eye, so, like, could we maybe just have only necessary staff? And he's yeah. like, hmm, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, yeah, I really like that. First of all, I like how smart it is that he knows that they're going to ask for that. Yeah, so yeah. he makes up a stupid task of, like, you guys haven't painted yeah, this railing. Mean, yeah, so that it doesn't seem like he was suggesting no one should be in the vault at that time. Yeah, it was right. perfect. Um, but I also like the, not, I don't want to say it this way, but, like, the almost normal people-ness. Like, no, I don't want to norm, like, the, 
everyday person of these soldiers that that yeah they're here working in a fascist thing but they're really excited to see this cool celestial event yeah you know what i mean and like and the ideal that like the people that think it's culturally significant and like religiously significant mm-hmm. to them are excited but also the people that are exploiting them and also hate them yes are also <laughs> excited to see it yes <laughs> like, yeah like i like that kind of like that that's what i mean about the whole like bureaucracy of everything is yeah. that like we see most of these people as, like, normal people. Yeah. So, like, we see Deidre as, like, especially in this early arc before, like, we get later in, um, as basically just, like, like, we're almost rooting for her in a way. Yeah. They yeah. set it up for that first. Because she's, like, finding this, like... Because she's smart and yeah, she's, she's capable. And she's finding something and no one's really listening to her. But, like, but like we know that, like, oh, yeah, she's literally just tracking right. Cassian's past. Like, yes. Or the Rebellion's past of, like, which, yeah, which, like, Cassian's also kind of been doing similar things he just hasn't really realized. Mm-hmm. So we, like, see that and we're almost, like, cheering for her. And I think it hits that main point of how disconnected the bureaucracy of it is. It's like, we're doing that, but then later we see her go further and further we see her actively torturing people yeah we see like the evil within it even in the most normalized well it's setting. almost making a, like a disconnect of it of yeah. like well i mean you have this from being an emt quirk like you separate it when it's work right like i wrote about child molesters for three years for a newspaper yeah. i didn't really think all that much about it and flipped out everyone but it was like no i yeah. just i know all the facts of these different child molestation cases because i have to right and like that's why your mom asks you like oh my god isn't it scary when someone's like bleeding and you're just like oh like, sure you're like <laughs> sure but it's like like someone's bleeding today and i have to <laughs> right. stitch up with a guy uh, who fucking cut the, the yeah we gotta yeah. hold it gotta hold the pressure there and go to the hospital like yeah yeah, and that, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's that of, like... Or, yeah. like, the whole thing with, like, um... I've been watching so much, like, super leftist, like, YouTube <laughs> shit recently. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, like, so much. Um, but... Not, not and liberal, honestly, leftist. It, it might have honestly still been that Jessie Gender video. Mm-hmm. Her video was fucking great. I cannot recommend her enough. <laughs> I love her. She's so much fun. Um, but it was talking about how, like, there was the the like one guy who basically planned out the concentration camps and the and the like gas chambers and everything for mm-hmm. the Holocaust and he was going on to like trial for like war crimes and everyone was like wanted to see him and it's like I want to see who this monster is I yeah. want to see him be held accountable and then he was just a normal ass dude that had been working an office job well, and he, he had completely disconnected from it and was yes. like well it was it was my job to 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 write this out yeah, like, this... to think of how this works logistically. And, like, that whole disconnect of, like, you can do... Like, normal people can do horrible things what? without realizing or, like, thinking they're horrible. Well, yeah, this is... Um, I'm pulling this from Sarah Marshall, who's a journalist and the podcaster from You're Wrong About, and, um... God, I can't remember what our other one is. I only listen to You're Wrong About. But she has this whole thing of, like, really doesn't like the idea that we call anyone a monster. Because, mm-hmm. like, no, they're not a monster. They're a person. And then they did these, like, what we would call monstrous things. But, like, they're not, like, some, like, crazy person. Like, it was just a person. So even, like, all these serial killers, no, they were just people. And, like, yeah, maybe bad shit happened to them that caused them to do this. But, like, they were still just people, which, like, no one wants to talk about because it's like, oh, well, they could happen to anyone then. Like, like, there isn't something, like, disconnected or wrong with this person. It could literally happen to anyone, like a dude working an office job. And maybe, you know, it's oh, about like, how I you send packages and then suddenly it's how you kill people. Yes. I, I even joke with yeah. Cork, like, uh, that one week I had 48 hours. So I was 
like going to make like nine hundred dollars, but it got taxed down to seven hundred dollars. I'm like, like honestly, I can see how people would get pissed and that would make you more right leaning. Like, oh my god, the government took so much more of my money because I made more. Yeah, right. And I can definitely can start, see start it going into those, and that's like the whole thing. And that's zero. all it takes is a little bit of yeah. like everyone like, can be pushed into upsetness, those... and then it's you're slowly it's a slide. It's right. a fucking two. Yeah, and then you can slowly get more and more, and then all of a sudden, everyone around you is doing and saying the same stuff as you, and you think, well, why is it wrong? If it was wrong, yeah, like these people wouldn't be here. And then humans have a natural, yeah. like, violent reaction to being told that they're wrong or ignorant. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, she was yeah. a great example. He's a fucking cop who gets fired, and then he literally joins the Nazis. Right. Like, right. <laughs> literally. He... Well, first problem, he's a cop. Uh, right. Well, well, not even a cop. He's a mall cop. <laughs> yes. Right, but he's that... a mall cop. That's not why he's not already a Nazi. If he was a cop, he would have already been a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he has he has. Basically, so far in his life, he's seen the system only work for him. Yeah. The system has only been good for him. So now, when it's wrong, he can't think that the system that he's agreed with and is in on is wrong in total. Because if that's wrong, he's wrong. Right. So now it's easier to go forward. If if my kids learn that, like, racism racism is bad, (laughs) they might think my racism is bad. Yeah, yeah. Which is happening right now. Yeah, I like that whole um, that whole ideal that we have of like how many of these people in normal circumstances would just be normal people. Yeah. Or like even when we're in the when Cyril ends up getting the job, not in this arc, it's in the prison one, but uh, at like the Bur- Bureau of Standards, oh my God. the fact that Which, it again, is just cubicles. Yeah, and it's 1984. It's a 1984 reference. Yeah, yeah, it is. Except with cubicles, right? Because even in 1984, they the didn't. Bureau think... of what was it? It was, but they were calling it. Oh, what did he call it? What was it? The the bureau of where they were changing the history. Yeah, the, the one uh, the one that Winston worked at. But yeah. it was like basically. Well, it was bureau basically he was like, he was like a journalist technically, but he was basically all he did was redact stuff. Yeah, he was yeah. just like copy pasting different things. Um, yeah, he worked for Big Brother. That's that's the important thing. But even well, then, like, every, everyone did that. Was the point? Well, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, but like that's kind of how it is, at least on Coruscant, for a lot of these people. Is this is just a normal job, and it seemed like the bureau of standards from when. She was like uh, interrogating him when Deidre was about the things he, the records he put in. It seemed like he was mostly doing stuff like, uh, like Fire. supply chain allocation, like where shipments were going yeah. and things like that, like yeah. just normal things. But those people in those jobs can get promoted into different jobs, and like it can. Mm-hmm. And his mom got him the job. And the IS like connections. Right. Yeah. was the records department within the Ministry of Truth. Ministry that's of Truth. It. That's oh, where okay. his job was basically rewriting history according to what the party wanted. Yes. Honestly, um, yes. Just it, as a reference to that, uh, there's a game called We Happy Few where literally, like, basically, U.S. never entered World War II, so Britain had to do the very bad thing, but they take, like, happy pills. But basically, same thing. He works for a company that redacts, and one day he just sees, like, a news article about him and his brother as a kid, but his brother died, and he has to redact it or continue the game. Yeah. Just brain jump off. <laughs> so we have, at that point, um, as we're dealing with, like, the whole everything is getting ready with the, um, whatever, the actual plan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> getting oh. everything situated for that. Yeah, we're, like, basically on our hike, getting closer. Yes. We have, that's when Skeen um, confronts Cass. He holds a knife to his throat and then steals his necklace. Yes. And he is, like, well, I even, like, because I remember when I first I got watched. I too. Yeah. When I first watched this scene, I remember my 
first thing was like, but what, why is this really a problem? Right? Like, cause I get like, right. They were, they're all like in on the cause. They've been here for months. I get that. But the whole idea that he's like, see, he has a, he brought money with him and he has nothing else. He's suspicious. But like, that doesn't really prove that he is working for the empire or trying to bring them down. And I think it fits with what Cassian says. Is like, like they would right. always be, there's something. always going to be something you're going to yeah. pick. So, dive on the sky kyber crystal yeah so there's two running theories one is it's just valuable because from a planet that doesn't exist anymore kuwati kuwati exists oh okay it's from kuwati yeah okay kuwati. um well that's okay but it's it's expensive yeah it's super expensive the other theory is uh some people still think that it might be um the new canon version of the ghost crystal which, when shoved in a lightsaber, has, like, all these crazy I really hope it has nothing to do with Jedi, and it's just a pretty rock. Honestly, here's what I think. So, my thing with it is pure speculation here that I just thought of right now. But Kuwati is one of the shipyards. So, it's Kuwati, Fondor, and I think Hossian Prime are the big shipyards that are building the ships for the Imperials. Building, okay. Oh, yeah, because I, yeah, I know a couple of the oh, Right, but they, these are, no, these are the ones that are building ships for the Empire. So, we have him have a modified, specifically, specially modified Fondor Hallcraft. Yeah. So that's one of a ship that is built by the same people who are building stuff for the Imperial Navy. Okay. I think what would be more interesting with the Kyber Crystal is that it has to do with the Death Star. That Kuwati has Kyber Crystals that they want because the Kyber Crystals yeah. are what they use, use to for power the, the Death, Death Star. Star. Yeah. And like later in Rebels, we have... Um, Saul tracking down kyber crystals that they're getting sent to build the Death Star. So I think it would more be that that crystal, and it's also specifically supposed to represent like uh, an uprising or something during a a supposed takeover. That's what he says. And he says it's more valuable to me than it is to you. The kyber crystals during uh, Rogue One. Remember, they're mining out that planet for kyber crystals. Yes, so that they can build the The Death Star. Yes. (laughs) So I think that I would guess that he is from Kuat and. However, he got in control of this yeah. kyber that makes crystal. Sense too. Yeah. So I think uh, that's what I would. I think it's strange that he has connections to two of the big shipyards. Yeah. And we know that everything in this series is a mirror to Cassian's death. Uh-huh. Continuously. Yeah. So something he's given. Yeah. Something so him having that a is, necklace that powers the Death Star makes sense of like him making the, those little hinge pieces, pieces in the prison that are part of the Death Star. Star. Yeah. yeah. The whole point is that that you know it's it's a. The Death March is the theme song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the whole thing is we know he's going to die. Yeah. All of this is shadowing his death. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I, I I don't want any real Jedi to be in here. I could see him being someone like... Um, I would be okay with maybe him being a low-level Jedi that had to do, like, scholarly shit. So, or, like, or even go... Uh, it would be really funny to make him, like... Um, part of the Agricorps, which everyone always shits on as being, like, the dumb part of the Jedi of, like, if you aren't good enough to be a knight, you have to go be a farmer Jedi. Like, that's always the thing they do. Yeah. But it would be funny to say that if 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 they were going to make Luthien, Luthien a Jedi, which I really hope they don't. No. I think it'd be more interesting if he was a Separatist spy. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, Separatist got fucked over by the Empire, too. Yeah, or a Sith. Yeah. Or Ooh. a fallen Jedi, because all those points on his map um, in that one I know. video I watched, a lot of them had to do with different Sith shit. Um, well, I same. watched these episodes for the second time today. So, like, you're just well, like, okay. this laughing, also, and I'm just like, uh. Sith shit is worth a lot of money for his cover job. Yeah. Artifacts, artifacts, artifacts. Yeah. But, so you know when they are, he's arriving at Coruscant that first time, and he's like, 
he tells the ship like go to point thirty seven or whatever, oh, and the ship comes up. He's getting dressed. Yeah. It shows like the whole map with a bunch of points on it. Well, that's like the map of the galaxy. Okay. So someone meta nerds. That's who it was. Yeah. Meta nerds. Who port sponsors, by the way? Yeah, I follow. I give them Patreon. <laughs> uh, basically, did a video looking into what each of those points aligned with on the map. And a couple of them, it's possibly two things, but each of those things is still significant yeah. in some And way. a lot of them had to do with the shipyards. Yep. Fondor, Kaiwa, there were also um, a lot of the, either Dathomir or Mandalore, because they're in the same system, and like the dot was kind of in a weird course, spot. Those two are. Yeah. <laughs> but again, right, you could go force, you could also go valuable asset, valuable architects. Also, the Mandalorians are a fucking threat. Yes, yeah. are a force that continues to be used at different times. So yeah, it, they were like an interesting set of places he could have been. Some had force connections, some had just like shipping connections, some like Ward Mantel. Like, yes, yeah. So it was interesting, um, like to see that. But yeah, I if he would be a force user, which I don't really want him to be. I don't think he is. Um, I could also though say that it would be kind of interesting to almost make him like, almost like. Um, but he could be like Seer. From Fauna, where like he completely turned off and is just trying to survive now. Right. Yeah. Or um, like, God, what are their names? Oh, the husbands from Rogue One, where they're like, uh, real, they were like yeah. part of the religiously follow the Force, but right. Or like scholar, yeah. or if maybe he was an architect, or like you know something that was studying artifacts specifically to Force users. Yeah. During the time of Order sixty six, that would be an interesting point for him to be like, uh, shit's going weird here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it would be cooler if he was either a spy or some kind of, like, scholar of some type. I do like him being a separatist that got fucked over. And... Yeah, a separatist spy. I like that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So, I don't know, though. But, yes. Anyway, we have Cass and Skeen fighting about the, the crystal. And, yeah, like I said, I'm like, I don't understand how that, like, I do get it. But, I don't know. They, they don't know that that's not, like, has, doesn't have, like, personal meaning to him. Right? Yeah. True. Like, I, I get... Well, but Skeen does say, like, he arrived with nothing but with a necklace that cost $30,000. Like, right. why would he then have nothing? Right. Like, why or, or you, why would why would he be here if he, he had this? I feel like it's just another... Well, I was casting stuff, like, you're going to pick anything, and this is just mm-hmm. a thing, but it's just another piece that doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. so they're going to blow it into whatever, because everyone's so nervous because it's, like, the day before. Right. And then, yeah, he basically says, well, I got paid. I'm getting paid. I don't want us to go in with any secrets. I don't want to be looking over my shoulder. Yeah. This is what I did... Um, and even Nimic is like, and that's the only reason why. Like yeah, Nimic Nimic's wants, like all disappointed. Yes, and um, that's when they ask, like that Bell knew, and they ask like Cinta, and Cinta's like she didn't tell me. Yeah, she's like no. Um, yeah, their whole point there is interesting of that, like that everyone is kind of confused and doesn't know, and he's basically like if you. I like that they're also like, well, you sound, like, scared. And he was like, of course I'm scared. Yeah, the speech was or really like, good. why do like, you think that, like, we're afraid? He's like, you are afraid. We're yeah. all afraid. Like, that's a part of this. Yeah. Like, and that's, like, there's a difference between fear and losing your nerve. Like, yeah. are we doing this or not? If you don't want to do it, you know, don't do it. But don't, like, use this as the excuse. Yeah. Like, um, I want to go through with it despite being afraid. Like, you, we should be afraid. Yeah. Yeah, and then Mel is basically like, all right, we need to go. We'll talk about this at camp. Yeah. We'll figure shit out at camp. So they leave. We at, at the camp, we do have them, like, have a little conversation. That's where Skeen tells the story about his brother mm-hmm. and his farm and, like, uh, basically, like, him killing himself after his farm got destroyed because of the Imperials. And I do like that, like, 
he says that whole thing of like that's the closest you're gonna get to an apology and like Cassian says well that's close enough for me yeah so I like that like Cass is like kind of blow you know he's kind of like okay like, he accepts it as what it is. Like, he doesn't, like, try to fight him about yeah, it. Yeah, he's or... like, no, okay, I understand why you're mad at me. <laughs> like... Yeah. Uh, and everyone's getting ready for the whole the whole moment. I'm pretty sure that's where the... Yeah, Val and Sinta split off. Yes. Then, um, yeah, she puts uh, Terraman in charge, and that's when we cut back to Luthane, and we find out, was it Clea or Clara? Clea. That um, the only way anyone on Indala can be traced back to them is through Val yeah. and Cassian. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, like, frantically looking. Yeah, he keeps trying to get the radio comments on set up yet. Yeah. Uh, and next episode, I think we actually start with the whole, the the new Imperials that are there. Yeah. Uh, no, I said we start with Boys in the Fog. And Nimic is talking about the role of mercenaries within the Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so we have Nimic and Cass talking about, like, the fact that he's nervous, that Nimic's nervous, and he's mad at himself for not sleeping, that he needs to be at his best. Cassian's basically like... I like how nice Cassian is about this. He's really like, don't don't worry. He's like, no one sleeps the night before. Yeah. Yeah, like, you'll sleep when it's done. Like, the excitement will keep you awake. You're fine. Yeah, I like that he's still bonding with him, even over the fact of, like, Nimic's like, I really thought you... Because Nimic basically thought he was, like, a believer in it, and then he, like, got, like... Or at least he was open close. to it, and then he mm-hmm. got, like, still so disappointed, but I, like, it's, like, they're still able to kind of, like, have this, like, little friendship of him being, like, no, I'm still going to look out for you, because, like, I've done mercenary work before. Mm-hmm. This is kind of what this is, just without your ideology. So, right. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of telling him how these, how these kind of things go. And we have, like, um... Yeah, Nimic says the whole thing when I can't sleep. I write, I wrote about you and the role of mercenaries in the mm-hmm. rebellion. And he basically says that, like, ultimately, weapons are tools that we use and the people who use them efficiently are tools to be used and that maybe, like, that will show the the empire that we're willing to do, you know, what needs to be done. Yeah. And Gassi basically says, well, that seems, like, half true. Like, you're right, like... The Empire doesn't play by the rules, but they don't care what you do. They're not going to learn that you're using mercenaries yeah. or care that you're learning mer- using mercenaries. Yeah. It don't matter to it's, them. But yeah, personally, yeah, I think it's specifically, like, the Empire doesn't care about you, is what he says. Yeah. And he also, in, like, or that you're nothing to them, and then Nimic is like, well, maybe they'll think differently after this. And he's like, well, you know, think about what you, like, think about what you're wanting with that. Like, yeah. be careful what you wish for. Yeah. And we, oh, I mean, we see that. Later, yeah. is like all the rest of the rebel, like the other rebels are getting their shit kicked, and like, yeah, you know, we see the harsh sentencing of anyone doing somewhat the rebellious shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, from that, uh, the Empire doesn't care about you speech, we cut to the fucking racist commandant telling this fucking engineer mm-hmm. about. How you know, basically bragging about how they destroyed the they're called the Adani. No, Adani's a planet. The the tribe is called the Donnies. Yes, the Donnies. So, like, about basically how they destroyed Donny culture with, I feel like, a couple of very specific Native American references. Very much so. The whole thing with the, like, uh, with the... Alcohol. That alcohol oh, that being used to um, lure them into, like, not paying yeah, attention. Yeah, picking these, like, comfort zones that they created yes. of, like... Yeah, and that's... Uh, like, like, why don't you move into this area that we've designed, and there's also going to be a fuck ton of alcohol that you've not really been exposed to we'll before. Call it a reservation. Yeah, right. basically. And well, and also like they like that's what Vel said it in the first one about um, how there used to be a bunch of people up here in the Highlands, and then they've moved to these 
where there's imperial housing and imperial jobs. And um, she says that whole thing of that they have the benefit of not being close to anything and not very far from anywhere. Yeah. So that they are the perfect place for distribution if you're looking to take over the galaxy. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, that feels very Amazon. Yes. That feels very Amazon warehouse spot. Like, I mean, we live Why in... Why they're going to Ohio right. because, like, hey, in, it's the middle of nowhere. Especially near CVG. It's a it's an international yeah. airport in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Right. Yeah. We, we're beneficial because there's not that much going on. The land's pretty cheap to buy up. But you and can get we're anywhere from at there. an international airport. Yeah. yeah, and I know I just said Native Americans, but now that I'm thinking about it, that is a thing that colonialist governments have done oh, with indigenous, indigenous yeah. population. Like, there's very specific Inuits. I can't remember what. It was some, like, it was a tribe in the Amazon. I watched a documentary about it not that long ago for Egg, for Eggate. But they basically, like, they built an educational center. Mm-hmm. And then they built, like, a couple, like, apartment-type buildings around it. So then everyone stopped living in the woods. And then, the, like, they all started just right. living there. And also, you know what they put all over in there? TVs where they could watch soccer. Yeah. And so it was just like a, yeah, and now you're here, and basically we can mine the entire forest because we wanted to mine it anyway. Like, well, and they even say that thing about, you know, the guy's like, do they know that this is going to be their last time they're allowed up here? No. And he says, no, that's not profitable. They have viewings in the centers anyway, so it's fine. We hold festivals for them in the centers to yeah. watch the Don't they say we, we, we host tourist festivals? I think maybe, but, but, but I know they definitely say that. Like, I feel like it, it doesn't like matter that they go to the sacral ground. They'll be able to watch it, and we'll throw little parties for them. Very much so that of like, see, look, you're entertained, and we're kind of help. You know, it's this ideal of like. That's what I mean of like why I don't feel like for what the way that they're colonizing Aldani, I don't feel like there are as many stormtrooper massacres because they want to be able to say, no, look, we're helping. We're yeah. giving them jobs and housing, and yeah. we're exposing them to the new things that they wouldn't be exposed to. And so, then, like, that, I feel like yeah. that's the way that, that it's, like, yeah, cultural it's just, genocide more yes. than specific, yeah. you know, actual Actuals. genocide, yeah. like, killing people genocide it, with the same effect. Yeah, and I like that this is all happening. These two guys are literally standing in front of Goran, and he's just like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he's he's the only one we see actually seem to, like, respect the temple. He's the only one who speaks Donnie. Like, uh-huh. he like he had fallen in love with, like, a local woman. And it's just like, oh, I was going to be like, dude, how did you stop yourself from kicking these assholes yes. out of the window into the water? And I love that you can definitely see it, too. And he's there and just fucking fuming. Yes. He's just like, yeah. It's, and then, like, the guy asks, like, well, you know what he says? Because they even say, like, well, you're gonna we're going to need plenty of, of arms and legs to build everything you ha- you need. And he also says that specifically. He says, yeah. hand, like, hands and feet or arms and legs. He doesn't say we're going to need so many people. No. But, like, just the, yeah. you know, the hands. Come the hands. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad that you brought this back. Yeah, come into this warehouse and pee in a fucking water bottle because you don't right. get a break. But, like, that's what I mean is. No, you do. It's just on the other side of the thing, and your time starts when you try to leave to go to the bathroom. Yeah, right. you have 15 minutes, but you have to walk six football fields to get to the bathroom. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, so I like that he, like, says that, like, well, they, you know, they're gonna. You're gonna need plenty of people. They're gonna be here. Like yeah. this is what's they're being used for work right now in these warehouses and everything, and or whatever their distribution is. It seems like it would be some kind of shipping thing, like some kind of yeah, you know, yeah, between yeah, it'd be like kind a, of yeah, area. Yeah, it'd be like a yeah. Um, and they ask like Goran, like, well, you've been here longest. Do you think that they'll 
you know, that they'll be okay with this. And he, he says, I don't see them having a choice. I which is kind of the whole point. Yeah, and, and that he has to say that is, like, so yes, sad because he's yeah. trying to, like, play with, like, well, I don't see them having a choice. Really. He's just like, you haven't given them a choice. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they, yeah, that's what he says, that whole thing of, like, they like they breed a certain amount of traits that make them easy to manipulate. Oh God, yeah, yes, that's how it starts. It's, it's so, so gross. it's like it, <laughs> yes, and and the nonstop of things are every they smell and that their culturals are gross. That oh, their yeah, rituals, the, the sheepskin is gross. Oh and, yeah, yeah, you know, all, all of this nonsense. You know, uh, it, it's such a it's a very. I think it is probably a, a very good of colonization in the Americas as a whole. Yeah. Uh, I think that that would be the most specific of, of how they this kind of happened. Yeah, or at least the most Especially specific we were yeah, familiar right. with. Yes. Yeah. 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 And again, that's the whole thing of taking, rather than just saying, we're Nazis, fascists, yes. but boiling that sure. down and saying, here are these examples of certain fascism that's happened that... America has been involved in, or America has been adjacent to, and it's or, not so, or parts that could be part of, you know, like, this whole ideal. And, and it's not so, like, clearly black and white. Like, right. like the Nazis going in and taking an entire village and murdering every right. that, everything is, like, as you were saying quickly, genocide. And then they not, like, and then, you know, the, well, we're, we're um, the American or the Canadian government going in and be like, well, we've made a boarding school, and wouldn't it right. be better if your children got formalized in, like, education at and our boarding school? And then we just let school? them all die. And then, you know, and then, like, 35% of them are going to die, later, but it's going to The churches are burning to the ground. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the whole, yeah. So, it, it's interesting <laughs> with that whole ideal of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> And the whole, yeah, I like so much of this episode of this this ideal that we've set up of it because it isn't what you spe- what you normally think of with the with the empire. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different occupation than what we usually see in other yeah. um, Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So I kind of really like that. Uh, this is also where we get that kind of this episode when we're walking through. I think we're there. No, I, we already have that. Everyone's in place. Yeah, everyone's in place. Yeah, so we basically have. Um, the the guys. <laughs> yeah, I kept seeing the people that continued this far. They've made a life of it. Don't engage. Just, like, stay under the radar. Yeah. But I do really like that he literally, like, christens him a soldier. Yeah. And I like this whole idea of, like, they hate you. I don't know. It feels very, like, it could also be from the other side. Yeah, of him being a stormtrooper. But yeah, oh, just, like, we're plugging into the mindset of, like, every fucking soldier in Aldani hates the Donnie. So yes. Like, yes. that's the mindset we have to be in or we're going yeah. to stand out. Yeah, like, don't engage. Just, yeah. We all hate each other. Not, none of us want to be in this group. Yeah. So, they're getting ready. We have um, Val and Cinta, like, preparing to, to go in through the dam with their little scuba thingy. Yeah. Um, they're, like, hiding under the rock. The stormtroopers come up that are, like, being real assholes. I feel like their dynamic switches completely when they are hiding under this rock. It's suddenly, Cinta is just like, nope, we're away from everyone. I'm taking control. Because, uh-huh. like, Vel gets real, like... Scared. Well, well, Cinta notices the guy first and then, like, mm-hmm. pushes Vel back. And then it's like, she has her fucking gun ta- cocked. And, like, Vel seems real fucking scared about it. So I like that it's just, it's like, now we're alone and the whole dynamic has fucking shifted with yes. the two of them. I love Definitely. it. Definitely. So they're going in, uh, as everyone is getting ready, we yeah. have the, Donnie gets to the little temple, and Lieutenant Gorn kind of greet them and, like, let them go ahead, and it's clear everyone is mad at each other. Yeah, I like, I love how it's all going through Gorn, too, he's yeah. just like, 
They're not going to engage with you. You're not going to engage yeah, with them. But everyone your keeps your, your mouth shut and your eyes opened. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have, at that point, I think we do now have the whole, the one Commodore yeah, or whatever. The, the Commandant and, is what they're keeping. Yeah, Commandant and his family. I like that we put in this weird little dynamic with their fam- with his family. Oh, of course, he's a, he's a terrible father and he thinks yeah. that yes. his son is, like, ill. And like, his wife, like... Doesn't yeah. seem to like yes, him. Yes, they like, want you to. They want to make sure you hate him. Make him but, a piece of shit. Oh yeah, right. he's already a racist, and now he's like a bad husband and father as well. Just in case like, the racism didn't. Do it. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like I, there's also this point where he's like, "Well, this is how we like everyone needs to be on their best behavior," and like the kid doesn't want to dress in his imperial shit. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, we all have to be good." Like you guys are complaining about how much you don't like it here, like, like it, how we get out of this place. Like yeah, the I engineer will make the promotion decisions. We could leave Aldani and go somewhere better. And yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting to include that in yeah. all of it. And, well, and at least give those characters some lines before they're kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. And we kind of also get that. It doesn't seem like the wife and the kid really care too much about they aren't, like, committed to the cause so much. No. It seems more like it seems more like they're just ignoring it all. Yeah, yeah they're just being... Like, they're literally... Their focus is on where they get to live. They yeah. don't care about they what's happening. They don't want to live in, like, this... The, like, middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the kid doesn't want to wear the imperial outfit. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's weird like that. So we end up having them all like together talking about like that whole exchanging this the the goat skin thing that they yes. do. Yeah, because Doran like, comes in and be like, oh. is everyone ready? And he has the skin ready. Like, God, yeah. And everyone's like, like oh, it smells yeah. You know, like, I like, God, this is so like. Yeah, God, because even the commandant says to the engineer, like the visiting engineer guy of being like, Oh yes, it's gonna it'd be like, quaint if it didn't smell so bad. And then he's like, "Yes, I've been warned about the smell." And I was like, "Jesus!" <laughs> yeah, the costumings for the Donnie, I love. Yeah, I also love. I think the best example of it because like we have the rebels wearing pretty much Donnie clothes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, especially Cinta and Val. Yes, are wearing like really kind of what looks more like it. But I do like that. There's one moment when Gorn like first gets to the camp and he's in all his imperial stuff mm-hmm. and he's standing next to Val. And I don't know what it is, but like I feel like that was like such a perfect example of the character of the costumes because in Val's jacket, like the stitching looks hand done, like the leather yeah. stitching looks hand done and all this stuff. And then you see his, and it's all this, like, real crisp machine quilting of all of, like, that poncho he's wearing. Yeah. But I really like that, like, that detail, like, tells a story in it. Like, that you can see, like, there's more to this. And we see that with all the Adani costumes. They have, like, a lot of colors, a lot of, like, character. There's, like, a lot of quilting and, like, these kind of, like... Cloaks, dresses, and the I boots. I definitely caught the love them. Just had drug rugs on. I loved how it looked, though. I loved like this. Oh, it like, fit. It fit, but it's, it's really real just organic. Like, hey, they bought a drug rug at Trader Joe's. <laughs> These real like organic kind of clothing options yeah. through it, and then you have like the the really like synthetic. Yeah, sharp and it was like clearly imperial. all from the same culture, but not like uniformed in the way of yes. like yes. everyone. Yeah, yeah, all it, these imperials are. There's like so much variety in like the little beaded yeah. necklace some of them are wearing. Yeah, and, and even stuff. like the colors and like different like yeah, yeah. Like, little patches and stuff. Yeah, and like some people are wearing more like you know traditionally like modern looking clothes yeah. or like pieces of it, and some are in like the full garb. I yeah. really liked how those how the Donnie were costumed and how much it like put into contrast the imperials. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have that whole talk, and at this point, we get that uh, Vel and Cinta are up on, like, the little 
archway. They put that thing that later will like jam the comms up, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there and we're like getting ready to go. And yeah. we're getting that Phil's getting like cold feet at this point. Well, it also it was because something it was I think it was just something they were slightly delayed. Yeah. Because they were on a ladder and it was like they could hear that there was like a like a group of like four guys running across the dam. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't run up the ladder when they were supposed to. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, so so, the, so then they're like they're basically a little bit behind schedule, so they need to be going quickly. Mm-hmm. And then Val starts having like a oh shit. Like yeah. and Gordon is like trying to get in contact with them, like, are we going? What's happening? Oh, I think it's more Terraman at this point. Gordon's still I'm sorry, yes, I meant Terraman. Gordon's still kinda of helping mm-hmm. with the whole like little ritual because yeah. he's like the only one who speaks both the languages. Yes. Yeah. I oh, and also the way he said, I'm like, oh, you do the talking. Yes. He's like, yeah. I don't even want to talk to these people. And it's like, hmm. Yeah. I love the Donnie. I love, like, the few translations, like, we get from them. Or, like, the one point the chieftain says, like, to tell him, like, the, the common, whatever the fuck, commandant. Yeah. That, like, remember our ghosts have strong hands and long memories. That's one of the things he, yeah. and then Gordon translates it to, like, um... He hopes that the eye sees good in all of us. Or Which something. is what, like, he, the the yeah. the chief said to him when he first arrived. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like... Yeah. And, it, and even the chief looks at him, he's like, like, wait, I know a little bit of, of common talk, yes. and that's not what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like that whole thing. So we end up, like, getting everyone through. We're waiting to hear, and, like, we just kind of have the five, the four guys standing there, like, yeah. are we going? And we see Vel, like, and Sinta setting up the, like, repel lines, and Sinta's testing them, and Val's like, are, are they strong enough? She's like, I don't think Val even says anything. She just looks freaked out. Well, at one point, she goes, well, they hold, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, okay, and then Sinta just says, like, they'll hold. They'll hold. <laughs> yeah, like, so she's getting freaked out. You can tell, like, there's a heights thing. We're kind of scared here about jumping off of this thing, repelling down. Also, like, this was clearly a suicide mission until Cassian showed up. Oh, yes. yeah. Like, basically, so, like, it's still, like... Right. Maybe now we have a chance of survival, but we basically had none and before that. She, everyone realizes this is on her to call it. Yeah. To say we are doing this. Yeah. yeah. And she's hesitating, and eventually Cinda's like, "Val, tell them yeah. we're ready." And so Val says, "We're going." And they end up like rappelling down, and yeah, they were rappelling down, and then like yes. and into on like the, the other side of the dam, which is cool. Yeah, and then we have the squad follow Gorn and, and the, the family, family and the in to like you know have their little dinner or whatever because yeah. they're all excited for the feast they're gonna have yeah so as and as they go in that's when we have them actually kidnap them take them yeah and I have a question I don't you maybe not have noticed but uh Vel's Vel and I think Cinta as well have what basically are like Star Wars versions of AK-47s yeah yeah, they're yeah. Did you know? And that's the first time that kind of blaster has shown up in Star Wars. I I feel like it was, it was a blaster that looked a bit more like real world than any like big blaster than like yeah. we've seen on like the Mandalorian or yes. something. Because like Din has had pretty big guns. Because some people had a pro- some people thought that it looked too real. I mean, I would say that I did think that. I was like, that looks like a fucking gun. But I liked that because of the point of like I also this is more like a real world like rebellion. Yeah, or, or, like, it's scary that, like, these are yeah. big fucking guns that they have. I think so, too. I think it was a, a conscious choice that they wanted you yeah. to be thinking about. It's not the Star Wars fan film where they literally spray-painted the Nerf gun black. <laughs> right, like, yeah. It's, yeah, I... <laughs> Which I've seen. I like that. I, I thought it was a good choice. I only really paid attention to it this time. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't think I really noticed it. It yeah. that much the first But I did notice it this time, and I thought that that was interesting. I also think that there is a, definitely a point of, like, more recent revolts and rebellions, you know, you kind of have that as yeah. the, the, the weapon gun. you see. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
No, not staple. Oh my god, staple gun, not staple <laughs> gun. <laughs> so right we have them all like holding them hostage, and holding like the kids hostage, and then that one, the engineer is able to get a gun to Nemec. Yeah. Luckily, Sid is able to shut that down real quick. Yeah. Swings around a corner and fucking yes. murders him. <laughs> so we have everyone like basically. And then Vel does, like, take charge. Yes, Vel is good at this point. Yeah, she's good at, like, intimidation and being scared. I feel like once she... Maybe she is just afraid of heights. Or, like... Yeah, she needed some kind of push to... Once it was happening, she's in. She is definitely committed once she's in. But, yeah, it seemed like she... She, Well, I mean, I guess maybe that goes back a little little bit of what, like, Nemec was saying. Of when he, like, turned to casting, he was like, you're right, I'm not tired at all. Like, now that it's it's happening. So maybe it just needed to happen, and then Vel was able to, like, snap into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's able to really take control. Uh, get she's threatening the fuck out of people. Yeah, like you all comply or you're all going to die. And he and yeah. the com- racist commandant dude is just like, I don't even know how to operate the vault. I don't even know what to do. And she's like, Yes, you do. Stop fucking lying to us. We know we only need your hand, and we can just take your hand if that's how you want to do this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I really liked that whole thing. We get the whole family like set up, and the wife is like, Just do what they say. Be like, please, please. <laughs> And he's like, you'll just kill... At one point, he's like, why should I, like, agree with you? You'll just kill us all. And she's like, why? Because that's what you do. Yeah. No, we don't care. Once we get what we want, everyone yeah. can walk out of here. Yeah. Because that's when they're leaving. They get into the little command mm-hmm. center. and they So they've tied up the two guys who were in there and then with the family. And that's when they basically decide they're going to... Like, Cinta is going to stay yeah. with these people. And the rest of the comms in the... Yeah, place all the has been knocked out other than their little system that they have set up. Their and to the, to the air base. And to the air base. And to the line they need to check in, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they have that attention. And that's when we have Vel and Senta say, saying goodbye to each other. Yes. Which, on second viewing, it, it is closer and more gay than I thought it would mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I'm still I'm annoyed that I'm settling for this level of representation. But I did really like it. Yeah, <laughs> and I just think it's very cute. But that's the point. is yeah. If they would have kissed their... It would have felt out of character. Yeah. But I don't think it would have fit the whole vibe of it. No. I think that it... I think it almost fits better of them both seeming like they wanted to kiss. Yeah, Vel got too close. Like, Vel took, yes. the, took the step and then realized, like, wait, we're being kidnappers right now. Yes, I and, think that they both... Because she specifically says, tell me you'll be all right, and then Cinder replies, I'll be fine. Yeah. And they have their hands very close, and then they then they go away, and then it's just Cinder there with the, guarding five people yes. with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, again, I think it's enough... I don't think it's set up so that people can ignore it. I don't think that that was necessarily the intention. Mm-hmm. I think they didn't want... I don't think that... Because we're seeing everything in Cassian's. I don't think that it was a priority for the audience to see, to get. And that's a whole point of, is that any better? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the argument with good omens. Yes, you can say they're in love and everyone can kind of see that. But mm-hmm. is it enough even if you don't explicitly say it? I, I know we're gonna we disagree on this quote, but I think I, Good Omens is a textbook example of queer baiting. I think it's one of the worst examples of queer baiting, and because because they're not together, it's never said. There's no contextual thing at all. And this we know from Scheme that they are right. sleeping together, and they at least held hands and like, and it I mean, you could see within their character motivations. Mm-hmm. Would contextually no, oh, have been told that they would have kissed there if it was a different circumstance. And neither yes. of these are as obvious as our flag means death. Let's just be real. Well, that's right, not the thing at all. That's, 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 that's actually, actually queer. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am curious. Not, not to totally get off base, but the second season is going to come out, and I. It seems like they are very heavily implying that they are going to make it more explicit. 
Well, because they went off by themselves. So I, I, oh, basically, oh, well, Val and Cinta, they leave Ferex right. where it's just the two of right. them. Because right. Cinta's like, we need to fucking right. go right now. So mm-hmm. I feel like once we revisit, because yeah. I feel like they they ran I, to hide somewhere, and I, no, or, I think, or if they were on the base. I think Gorg was talking about reflect, uh, not reflect. Um, I was talking about Good Omens, but whatever. Good Omens, I know what yeah, Good Omens. Yes. I, was oh, I can't, I can't process. tell you what I remember of the end of Good Omens. Well, no, 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 but season two is about to come out, and they're it, it's it's seeming more and more explicitly like they're they're. Neil Gaiman has always said that that was how he intentionally wrote it. Yeah, but he was working with someone else, and then he was just trying to go as quick as honest to the book as he could because Terry Pratchett was already dead. So yeah. he wanted it to be as that as possible and still focus on what their ideal of the relationship was. If they actually have and them then, get together and then they kiss, and then, I'll, then I'll, I'll take back what I said. Okay. But with but well, I'm just the, yeah. the first season being out for so long like that, I would just say it it was queer baiting. Okay. I, I mean, it's not it's not like you know every every possible iteration of like once upon a time level bad yes. queer baiting, oh but like um yeah, fuck you fucking Mulan and Sleeping Beauty. Um, but um. Yeah, so I but but I don't think that I don't feel like this is queer baiting. It's no, because they are a couple. We're just not getting good representation about it. Mm. But as we talked about in our our finale episode, there's not a lot of kissing in Star Wars, and there's not a lot of sex in Star Wars. So and even in, in Andor, even less, we're less focused on any kind of. Well, there's not any like line. romance. Yeah, there's not a lot of romance, and, and most of it is not romance, explicitly. but there is sex. <laughs> yeah, but of one-off is, sex is kind of the problem. But all, they're not right. having one-off sex; they're having meaningful yeah. sex. And it's also the the one-off sex of, of, like, straight people where it's, like, it seems less important. You get what I'm saying? Like, none of, like, none of this... this The general audience is not going to think that, like, if you just randomly hook... Like, if a dude just randomly hooks up with a fucking dude, you're not going to think... Cassie doesn't love the chick on the beach planet. It's just, hey... Right. Yeah, but if it was a man on the beach planet, then it means a whole lot of shit. But, like, Mm -hmm. but probably it wouldn't because he'd just be like, I needed someone to fucking... Like, I found... I. I found a sex worker. He happened to be a man. Let's go. Right. Like, right. like yeah. Or like, I met this dude. I know what would... you're saying. All the sex is really casual. Yeah. I do kind of like that it is all straight in the sense that the only real, like, relationship, relationship. we see is, is, this, yeah. is Cinta and Val. Yeah. And, and we're seeing it in a different context of this. And I mean, a little bit like hey, that is the only, like, we are. I'm sure Cyril wants to fuck his mom. <laughs> that <laughs> no, is Cyril's a, I mean, I. Fuck Deidre. Fair, it's yeah. weird. Yes. Well, oh, okay. Fuck. I guess. Yeah, no. But again, I, that's even a twisted version of. No, I'm guessing I'm saying like possibly the only positive relationship is the queer one because it is. we're even yeah. thinking it's fucking Ma and Pure and they don't fucking get along. No. It's fucking um, Seal and his weird insult nonsense with Deirdre. Yeah. And then it's oh, well, I guess I guess Clem and what is what is Marva? Marva. Marva. Like they definitely had something positive, but like he's been dead for but, years. And also, and, it was an interracial relationship. And yeah. also, we see from the beginning that they clearly had different. When, when they when they take Cassian, yeah, we can see that they both had different motives. That they weren't truly. Yeah, on but the I right. feel like there's still like, yes, there's I do think they had a positive in his relationship yes. as well. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like of the other they ones, were mostly that positive had, relationship. Yeah, the the, the we, most the only positive rebel, representation is the minorities. Uh, like right, they didn't yeah. take minority the, relationships. The, the yes. main. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. so we get into. Uh, all the shit we get down. Well, let's go to the vault because there's a lot of this that is just Ugh. people talking in between. Yeah, so I like that we get down into the vault and the skeleton crew is just playing. Are they gambling? Is some game? Yeah, they're it's all a board game. I want to know it. I want to play. It looks like kind of like a version of um, 
chess. Or like backgammon mixed yeah. with checkers. I thought, it, I thought it looked kind of like uh, I thought it looked kind of like dominoes. Like they were trying to match yeah, up the, the, the ones to the things in the. But morning. I like this too because it was basically like it's Normal a fucking people. holiday. Nobody's gonna be in here. Yeah. Why do we even have to be here today? King's Cross. That's the one I meant. It looks like King's Cross. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I like that they're doing that, and then at first they walk in and they try to like fake them out, and because Terramen's like like comment on inspection, and they're all just like oh fuck, and then they just all pull their guns at them, and they're just they're like, like this is an inspection, it's a robbery, bitch. I, I, I no, but they love the line. Anyone who's not ready to hustle, raise your hand. Yeah, so yeah. Next ten minutes, yeah. So they yeah, so they they get the vault opened, then they well like it, it's um. Skeen and Terramen are, and Bell are trying to get everyone to go and start getting the shit mm-hmm. out of the vault while um, Nemec and Cassian go in to get the, the little transport shuttle so ship ready. started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we have that whole, like, I, I love this whole idea that he's like, well, I, I can get you in, but I can't get you any further. This isn't going to work, blah, blah, blah. Like, he thinks that it's still secure. And I really do think that it seemed like he thought it was secure. Yeah. And then they just, like, blow it up and the, the, they're in. Yeah, all the straps go off and they're just like, cool, we got it. <laughs> right. Um... I do like this whole, like, I love this whole chaos of the trolleys in between. But that's also when we have Nimic and uh, Sinta communicate. And that's when the little douchey guy in the tower. Yeah. I don't know why he gives me very big Top Gun vibes. Top yes. Gun boy. Hears them and realizes something is going on. Something's weird. Yeah, because the power goes down, which, like, most of the soldiers outside are yeah. like, oh, it must be for the eye. Which is, like, eye. everyone... He's like, yeah, but the airbase, we're still on with the airbase. Wait, because even, like, weird, all the cars right? are down, and the guy's like, oh, must be the eye or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, so... And then he eventually is like, we're going down to the vault, and they're like, but it's about to start! <laughs> <laughs> like, how did they, like, what? We were gonna watch it! Yeah. Like, they don't want to go. They want to yes. stand up there and watch the event. So, I really like that. And, yeah, because it's, like, this one idiot that takes his job too fucking seriously. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's like the cop that was at the game store over here who said, I'm off to save the world. <laughs> Literally. Okay. It was bad. What game store? The one up the street. Oh, Rocky Rooster? Yeah. That makes sense. I was it's like, well, like so that bad. or the GameStop over, over, over by Kroger. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that's it's toxic. <laughs> they have a good selection, but I don't like going there. Mm-hmm. That's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, so we have them all coming down to the vault. We have everyone in the vault kind of dealing with. Yeah, they, they build the suspense of this way. Well, one, I like how they intercut like the high stuff with all the ritual and the uh, like. Yes, I like the, the fully going off outside. Mm-hmm. Like and. Yeah, because this starts building. We see that, like, he got him, like, the douchey Top Gun guy got a message mm-hmm. to the airbase. So we see the TIE fighters fucking powering up. He's running I, down with the fucking team. I also want to say one of my, my big things that I loved about this little shot between everyone. I love that we're not getting translations for the Donnie yes. anymore. No one's there to translate. We don't get translations. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I love that. that. And like, that was the same thing, like, in the early episodes where we didn't get the Canari kids. Oh, didn't translation. Get, yeah. Right. We just were. A, like, I, I love that kind of, like, just getting it by what was happening. Yeah. Uh, that the storytelling, like, we didn't need... We understood what they were kind of saying. Like, fuck yeah. this, let's, you know, it's our thing. You know, yeah. like... I love that we understood that without actually needing to know yeah. what it meant. And then, also, I loved that... when That one shot, like, in the hangar where you have, like, the eye is, like, starting. And you have, like, the fighter pilots running into the scaffolding to get into the... Ties, yeah, I love that. Was that. Such a cool shot. It was I, such a cool thought. I was like, "Wait, is Cinta here already?" And I was like, "No, no." I was like, "No, no, no. This isn't where we yeah. see Cinta." Like, like, 
No, yeah. Because it was, like, such a cool shot. I was like, wait, is this, like, someone we're supposed to care about? I was like, oh, no, it's just a random TIE fighter pilot. Yeah. But I I love it because we saw, like, oh, yeah, these are people as well. Yeah. Like, here are all these people just doing their fucking jobs or their or whatever the fuck they're doing. Like, I liked that we actually saw a human walking into the TIE fighter, which I feel like we never actually see. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get, like, them in the hangar struggle, like, you know, trying to, like, motivate the, the... soldiers that are there like scare them because they're like stuff. yelling at them or pointing guns at them yeah and that's and Gorn also arrives there and it's like why are you guys still here yeah and he's like we need to go like you guys need to go like what's taking so long and I fucking love the commandant being like you what? traitor and he's like you'll hang for this and he's, and like, he's working like, for you for, for like seven, ten seven years, years. I, divor- I like I, I deserve <laughs> much worse yeah <laughs> and He's, like, still, like, yelling at him, and we have, like, so much chaos going on in this. People are, like, one of the things is getting turned over. He's, like, telling it just to hurry up. He's, like, just leave it. Like, you guys have to go. You should have been left, like, five minutes ago. And that's when we have Top Gun asshole show up with his little thing. What's going on? He's, like, you're off your, you know... Gorn tries to be yes, like, you can't, like, this is a, a, a top secret fucking mission. Yes. You can't question us. And then he's like, wait, but, but he's like, are you questioning the direct order? Yeah, tries to get the commandant. And the commandant has a fucking oh, heart attack. I, I, I fucking love that. I, I love it's it so such much. a, I mean, it's like, like, it, it, I think we've talked about this multiple times. It's just like, the fact that like, what happens to Nemec and then Andy Serkis can't swim and this guy just has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. It's just such like a real thing to happen. It's and just th- a realistic, re- he was clearly a out of shape guy. Yeah. Now in a stressful environment. He's an out of shape older guy in a stressful environment having to do strenuous yeah. physical labor yes. while his like family has also been kidnapped. Yes. So he's like stressed out as fuck. So, yeah, so having a heart attack makes perfect sense. It makes sense. perfect sense. And then so Gorn's like, well, fuck, what am I going to do with this? And then Skeen just shoots up at the yeah. fucking asshole. And we just start a shootout so, now. Yeah, now we're in a shootout. <laughs> and uh, as that's going on, Tem... Um, Teremin? <laughs> that's what I literally was just saying. <laughs> Teremin gets shot. <laughs> oh, but it was even because... Uh, He's trying to cover for Skeen. No, Vel's pinned down. Vel oh, says Vel. that she's pinned down. And he asks Skeen to cover for him. Because mm. he's going to go help Vel. And then he... He gets shot, but when he gets shot, then Vel has a chance to shoot yeah. the guy who's on. So, yeah, so Skeen's the first to get killed. You mean, no, Terman. I mean, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Kevin! in. Terramin. Yes. Jesus Christ. So, we then have Nimic being like, go get us ready to Cassian yeah. in the ship. And he's like standing behind one of the trolleys and shooting that way. So, uh, Cassian gets in and it starts getting ready, but one of the soldiers is in yeah, one's up. there. Runs up and follows him and attacks him. Yeah, he's choking him from behind. Yeah, so they're, like, struggling, and uh, eventually Nimic is able to shoot him and get everything ready. We eventually get everyone into the ship, and we're like, get the fuck out of here, let's go. So Cassian takes off and does just that, but... Uh, no one was holding on tight enough and no one secured anything. He said hold on, but, like, it was much faster than they all thought it was gonna be in that, yeah. that crate with all of the, like, yeah. the credits. So they in. basically had a fucking They all go trolley. flying They backwards. go flying and one of them falls and hits Nimic. It's like the crate with all of the... Uh, yes. The, the very heavy shit. Yeah. yeah. So he immediately, uh, is a problem. So they're like, fuck! 
So Skeen and Vel are trying to get Yeah, they out. both like equally genuinely freak out. Yes. Like, yeah. They're trying to say. And Cassie's like, where am I going? They're yeah. Like, he's hurt. Wait a second. So. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I need a fucking flight path. And, and they pull like, it off him and he says, I can't feel my legs. Yeah. 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 My legs. And so starts, yeah. And then, and then Vel, like, shoots him with some, like, fucking giant needle. Yes. Hypo. And Skeen's no, like, what is that? She calls it a med spike. And I would say... I was going to say, in real world terms, what is a med spike? Well, it looks... Because she looks like she's putting in a sternum. So that would that's be an I.O. Yeah. So that would be... She's trying to push something into his bone, which is good, because that's a, a good way to get into your mm-hmm. blood fast and stay there. Yeah. And since it seems like it kind of helps him, like... Stay alive? I would probably guess it's epi. Okay. I would guess that's, that's, that's just an adrenaline booster, yeah. Well, because I do, like, at one point when he's, like, talking, then um, Cassian, like, turns to is like, what did you give him? Like, it seems like he's, like, concerned a little bit. Of well, being, because, like, also, I, like, thought about this this time, is uh, a mid-waist spinal break isn't going to kill you. Like, just your spine okay. breaking there, that's not going to kill you. can't throw your legs, you missed all the important nerves. Right. Because yeah. the nerves that, like, mess with your breathing and your heart rate, those are all up in your neck. So... so what probably pelvis. happened was his pelvis crushed. Okay, okay. And that probably lacerated either, you know, some of the arteries or the vessels or maybe a kidney or the liver or okay. a spleen. And he was probably slowly bleeding out within his abdom- ab- okay. abdominal co- um, cavity. Okay. That's what would make the most sense to me. Because otherwise, like, that's what... Blunt force trauma to the stomach is not good because you can... Bleed out your whole five liters of blood within your stomach and it not even look that different. Mm. So that's probably why he died. If and this has curious. been your Star Wars paramedic corner with the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyone was curious. And the epi would help for a little bit because it would it would make your vessels all smaller and bring everything to the core. Mm. And uh, keep your heart beating. Give you a little bit more Despite time. your, yeah, so your blood would... Not be going as far. Yeah, so because he does get a little bit more time because he's able to get the yeah. little navigation thing to start with the flight path. And this is, yeah, they're like, climb, Yeah, where he's telling him to climb. Yeah. I even like that. I even like that Cassian is like, what do you mean? Look at where I am. I can't just climb. And he's like, climb, you have to. And he, yes. he, he does. But yeah. I like that Cassian still, at this point in his arc, is saying, no. Like, I can't do that. Oh, he's like, like, so, like yeah, if you think of the climb as the whole ideal of, like, rebel, as it seems to be for the whole series. What do you climb with, Quick? Your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you made this point before. <laughs> but, like, yeah, so, like, that's what I mean, though, is we're trying to say that he's still, like, reluctant at this point. Yeah. He doesn't believe that he should just climb, that there's, that there's too, too much power, too, too much could, stuff, too much power, he can't do it. Like, but, yeah, yeah, I can't. And he says, no, he has to do it. And he listens, he climbs, oh, right he, he was. goes through, and he they get out of there. Yeah. Barely. The TIE fighters, we see them, like, just totally rip apart. And well, because, like, the glass of, of their little transport thing is starting to, like, crackle. Uh-huh. And then the TIE fighters must have much thinner glass because they're yeah. just, like, sleeker ships. So they start just breaking fully, and then mm-hmm. the ships just fucking explode. Yeah. Um, and this is when we then cut back to... Um, I love the, the fucking shot of when... I think it starts where it's like the base and then like mm-hmm. the odd stuff going over yeah. it. And it's, we see, that's when Cinta dresses a fucking up. Imperial mm-hmm. is walking out and she's looking at it like, oh, I don't, I don't. They she, like show like a Jenna looked up faces. the actress's name, I can't remember, but she's, she's like very expressive. So I feel like it's just mm-hmm. like, she is just like, I used to like this, but now it's like, now I'm angry that this is happening like this yeah. and I have to see it like this. And I like that we cut, pan through and it's 
everyone. Yeah, everyone is astonished by this. And it's yes. Like, why are we doing this? Yes. Like, why do we have to be doing this? We don't have to be here. You can always yeah. be hanging out, watching the fucking so, cool yeah. skylights. I love that of like the Imperials and the Donnie all watching it like in awe and like some of the yeah. Donnie are crying. I love it. Yeah. I think it's a really cool whole point of like, this is stupid that we're all. Yeah, I love that little shot. And we, we eventually get out of the whole whatever. Yeah. But this is the thing that, like, I feel like I fully fucking missed the first time around. Or I didn't realize the significance of the first time around. Is that Skeen wants to go to where the doctor is. Mm -hmm. Which is apparently a, a contingency plan that they had set up. But Vel doesn't want to because she's worried it's going to jeopardize the mission. Mm -hmm. And that he's already dead. Pretty much. She thinks he's dying. That there's no point of going to the doctor. That they're not going to be able to get there quick enough to do anything. Yeah. And Skeen is like, no, we have to try to do this. Well, because Skeen, well, it's just very weird knowing now that Skeen, while they're sitting there, is being like, hey, Cass, why don't we just steal everything and I, go? I brought that up to Cork. But did earlier. he want to go to the doctor because it would disrupt the plan? See, that's what Brett said, but I think, I think if we're thinking of... But was he being genuine when he said, like, no, this kid is why we're here. He's why we're doing this. I oh, think it's, was he being genuine or not, though? I think the whole point is if we're saying that Cassian is Skeen and Nimic in different ways, mm. I think we are seeing that whatever... It, him and Nimic had some kind of friendship relationship. They did, yeah. Something. They had a bond. They, yeah, they were... They yeah. were something was Maybe happening Maybe that was there. the brother thing. Uh, <laughs> no, no they, were like, they were, like, work friends. <laughs> like... Yeah. So they've gotten drinks outside of work like maybe three times. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. No, I feel like they were closer than that. Cause even when he's like, when we go to that scene where Nimic's there, he's like holding his hand on his abdomen and like leaned yeah, over. That, he, yeah, he's no, like, really I, I feel like when Nimic got that that I feel like yeah, I feel like when because as you were saying earlier, they did seem very kind of like antagonistic and that the group didn't really get along. But when Terraman gets killed, and then Nimic's like, wait, where, like, it was like Vel and um, Skeen saw uh -huh. it. Yeah. So they were like crying, and then once they, like, got under the transport, and then Nimic's like, wait, where's Terraman? And then he, like, walks out and sees him, and it's like, oh, fuck. So, like, I feel like once we get to these really dramatic moments, it's like, oh, maybe, like, they were a bit closer. Right. I think like, they were, but, like, no one was really... They weren't, like, friends, but no. they were, like, close in this way because they had to but be. I do feel like, though, that, like, of the group... Nimic and Skeen were definitely friends of some type. They yeah. at least were able to talk back and forth to each other. Val and Sinta are Val fucking. Val and were fucking. Yeah. Everyone kind of respects Sinta. Uh -huh. And then, like, knows, like, Terraman's the best at, like, actual warfare. Val's yeah. technically the leader, so we have yeah. to support yeah. her. And then, like, Gorin is, like, the inside guy that, like, yeah, yeah I guess we trust you. But my whole point is I feel like at, at that point he was still doing this. I think I, I think he was still committed until... Nimic got injured. I think at that point, it was this whole idea that he lost his moral compass. Yeah. That was Nimic. And I guess when thinking there, and like, it seemed like, because we don't know when him mm -hmm. and Cassian went outside, if they even went in to where the doctor was with right. Nimic and Val. And maybe it was just like... It already seemed pretty grim. Maybe he's he just fully like, like, this kid's not going to survive. I Nobody's going to get mad at me if I steal all this fucking money with this yeah. sketchy thief and we go. Or even if he would survive, he would have probably been disabled. He probably would have been paralyzed from oh, the waist yeah. down. And it's like, yeah, and we're going to shuffle him off to some fucking rebellion, like, like university what? to be like a philosopher for right. us or something. He's not going like, to be, be like taking this... part in the same stuff I'm going to be for the rebellion So anymore. I think that it, at this point he, because he even says like to Cassie, like, do you think the kid's going to make it? And 
Cassian says, like, maybe if he's lucky. And he's like, luck, that really seems to be the force that guides the galaxy or whatever. Yeah. Also very close to Sinjar's whole thing of irony guiding the, the galaxy. galaxy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he, he doesn't care. He's I think he had some kind of relationship or bond or something with Nimic. And once that he realized mm-hmm. that this was over in whatever sense, he decided, I think it was always in his back of his head that he could steal the stuff. Yeah. That that could be something he could do. And once someone who would be disappointed in him was gone, he could just say, well, then I'm just going to do what I can to survive. Yeah. I and I also like that he says to Cassian, you don't act like, you, don't take the high mind with me or whatever. You, Me and you are the same. Uh, both of us were born in the hole and we have to climb over others to get out. And I, I like that he uses climb too. Because he said, he, and he says specifically like, I see myself as a rebel, but it's me versus everyone else. Right, me, uh, me versus everyone yeah, else. Yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about how that scene outside is really about both of their relationships to Nimek. Yeah. yeah. I, but I like the idea of, like, that he... I like the... Because we see the climb Cause, like, being told to everyone... Yeah. Being co- told to Cassian by people who want him to do better. Mm-hmm. So I like that when we have Skeen say it, it's, it's the opposite. He's saying we're the same, yeah. and the only way we get better is if we climb over the other people in the hole. Yeah. That you have to oppress the people, you have to fight for your way out, and you're going to have to hurt other people on the way out. And that's when Cassian is pissed that he lied about his brother and all this shit, and yeah. that's when he just decides to kill him. Yep. Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit of, like, Skeen has given up on Nimic, and Cassian is now realizing, like, no, I need to do what Nimic asked in the first yes. place. And also, I feel like it's... Maybe a little bit of what Skeen was saying was kind of hitting a nerve with Cassian. Yes. Because I feel like this is what his past was like. It was like, exactly. no, it's just fucking me. Fuck what everyone yes. else thinks. And he's mad that he's lying about his family being hurt by the by the Imperials when that really happened. That happened to Cassian, yeah. yeah. And so I think that he sees that this, like, he's just so mad that, like, he is taking all of this as whatever, a reason for his selfishness and gets pissed. Yeah, and he just fucking... I, and I, I still just love that he just fucking shoots yeah. him. Like, it's a split-second decision, and, and, and I mean, we were, we've been watching the fucking Mandalorian and Bad Batch and shit. Like, it's so good in this episode to just be like, oh, no, you're doing something I don't agree with. I'm just going to split-second murder you. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> like, yeah. This is great. And then I do love that he then goes in. We go into the medical tent, like, before Cassian does, and we see that, like, the doctor is, like, apologizing to Val, being like, I'm sorry, I couldn't save him. An alien that's the same yes. race as Moss, so he I has, like that he's the four arms. Well, that'll make him a good doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's got perfect. the four arms. I also love that um, Bell has had the job of the EMT basic to stand just there and hold the, the IV oh, bags. I did love that he's holding <laughs> IV bags. That's what that's what the basics yeah. gonna do with the paramedics <laughs> putting drugs. Hold the bag up. <laughs> um, yeah, I I liked all of that. I do want to say, I don't know why Star Wars loves using those those oxygen masks because they have the vents so that's blow by oxygen yeah. that, that's like the worst way to give oxygen putting one in their nose is better than is you're getting more oxygen than putting one of those masks with the vents in hey, hey, it should hey. have the bag it should have, be a non-rebreather with the bag mm-hmm. filled it's, it, it's Star Wars I know it's, I just it's, an, it's an aesthetic there. choice they've made at right. some point <laughs> so but yeah so so Cassian walks in like holding a gun um, I feel like Justice would be like a I think he's just freaked out at this point knows he's gonna have to run because he didn't plan about killing Skeen I don't think he really wanted to and then when it happened he's like fuck fuck so I think I've proved all their points I feel like he's just a little bit scared because I like that the doctor puts his like inner arms up first and then his outer arms go up later like there's like a delay between the two sets of arms and then Bell's like oh what the fuck is this and he's like not what you think yeah it's like and he just basically says like 
Dean wanted to rob you and he wanted to take everything, so I fucking shot him. And he's like, I'm gonna take my cut out of the transport. And he's like, Sorry, doctor, I'm gonna steal your transport of the barn. But said it's 30,000 enough for it. I was like, So you're just gonna get. And he said that's double what it's worth. So I was like, So you're just gonna leave 30,000 credits basically in the barn, take this guy's skater, take your 200,000 out, and then. And then, yeah, he's basically leaving Val with $80 million. And gives the Kyber crystal back. Yeah, and says, gives a, give this to your guy friend. or yeah. your friend or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, and then Val's just there like, well, shit. And then yeah. We succeeded, but only I am alive. And she gives the manifesto. And Cassie still yeah. doesn't want it. He says, well, I don't want it. And she says, he insisted. Yeah, Nimic insisted, so it gets him So he takes it reluctantly and leaves and... This episode ends with the cuts. Uh, I, I was gonna say on Coruscant. Ma- well, I was say Mon Mothma in the freaking thing. Yeah, Mon Mothma is trying to giving do giving a speech, and all of a sudden everyone just oh, starts right. talking. She's trying to do like a minority rights protection bill, and then everyone starts like walking out, and she's like, "What the hell?" And she fucking picks up her iPad and is like, "Oh, oh fuck!" Yeah. And Dolly yeah. ha- worked. Like, and we then we have Luthen in the shop. Shop, and that one guy is like, "Oh, do you have anything from Alani?" And he's like, "What?" Yeah. And Alani, Alani, my my favorite energy drinks. Yeah. You got any Alani? Andari. Uh, Al, Aldani. Oh, oh I was going to say like one of my favorite characters from 90 Day Fiance. Um, it's Arlani, like, our favorite blue character from The Throne Legacy. So he, and he's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, why? And he's like, oh, there's just a huge rebel attack there. He's like, well, I'm in the back. Check in the back. And I love he goes back there and he's like laughing. He's like super ecstatic about it. Well, because that's the only information he got is that like it worked. But I, th- I think I think even when he learns how many people died, it doesn't matter. It no, worked. it doesn't. But like I feel yes. I feel like at, at that moment you could be like he only heard it worked. He doesn't just didn't know that literally only Val and Cassian survived and only Val is still part it's still part of the rebellion. I, I also want to talk about how fucked up it is when the guy says like, do you have anything from? Um, Yes. I'm not talking. It's it's fucked because it's just like, oh, of course, of course, the artifacts or anything there is about to be more expensive. Right, like even the guy saying it as a joke. Yeah. It's like, of course, it's going to have more value now that like that planet had is in the news. Yes, yeah. yeah, it is a very... It's going to be sought it's after. It's such a, yeah, such like a colonizer attitude by yes. that. Like, literally what I told her, I'm like, yeah. oh, what oh, a fucking Oh, I want to have colonizer. something about the, the planet that's Oh my God, because he's talking to yeah. a lady about like, it's a coin written in an ancient language that no one knows, so you get to decide what it means. Yeah, that's like, colonizer he's shit. Like, no, it's great. You get to decide what it says. And yeah. it's like, Ugh. That's colonizer yeah, it's shit. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. All right. And for this last little transitional episode into the next arc uh, is announcement. And Which we all forgot about, so we don't have as detailed notes. But yes. <laughs> uh, we basically Things have... Things happen. There's the red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We start with uh, Cyril and his mom talking about, like, uh, his job interview she got him. Mm-hmm. I like this whole... One of my favorite points of Cyril's character in general is everyone talking about how he tailors his clothes and his, makes him seem insecure. Yeah. Uh, so that his mom kind of says that, that he ra- got his collar raised and, and that he's in a brown suit. And is that really the best choice? Like, I love that whole talk about his costume seeming to undermine his confidence. Uh, we then see at the... I. ISB, um, Wolf, Yo- Wolf Yaloran, I believe that's how you say his name, but the main, he's a, he's a big, a big boy in the whole, in the whole empire. Okay. Uh, he, yeah, he's like in charge of like, well, he's not in charge. He's one of the people in charge of the Death Star. 
Okay. Or in, like, that big group, like, with Tarkin and stuff. Okay. So he's in, like, the original trilogy. Okay, okay. And he's basically telling them that after, like, this, they need to crack down on all crime against the Empire and that they're going to put in the the P.O.R.D., the prisoner, like, ordinate resensitizing decree or something. Mm-hmm. We're going to get tough on crime. Yes, yeah. pretty much. Which is exactly the worst thing possible. In that they should, that they're going to basically uh, double everyone's sentences any sector that owes fines needs to pay it immediately. Like, all this stuff of just being like, this, you know, if anyone is even close to somewhatly rebelling, they're going to jail forever. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. <laughs> yeah, Deirdre uh, seems a little annoyed with this decision. Um, um, like, she seems a little pissed. We then cut to Mon coming to Luthen's shop and basically freaking out and kind of being like, well, what is, what is going on? What did you do with this you, you know? Oh, did she, so did she not know about Andali? No. Oh, I thought I don't oh, think I... she knows about Aldani or like the specifics. All right, yeah, because she's just funding. Okay, she's just giving money. I guess she. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess she is only giving the and money. And even then, remember, Vel even tells her to stop talking about this when he, she brings up Luthen at one point. Vel's oh, like, okay. Mm-mm. Hmm. yeah. So she's kind of freaking out, and she's like, "You did this," and he's like, "Well, who has ever funded a weapon that wasn't used? You knew what this was going to do." You knew yeah. what we were doing. Uh, the network has been built. Now we have to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, this is going to make everything worse. They're already cracking down. And he's like, that's what we need. We need people to be afraid and yeah. mad. mad and to fight back. Yeah. And I also love this scene because you can really see him switch in and out of his persona yeah. based on if he is facing the window or not. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see him like do this in real time double yeah. face of like. His whole arm motions and everything, but still be like the dead face. And I, I love it. I think it's yeah. a really cool acting choice in this scene. And I like that we also get that Mon is kind of not fully there yet. Yeah. Like she Because knows... she's still worried about this, what this is going to do to her political career and her mm-hmm. reputation in Coruscant. Which is something she still yeah. cares about, which it seems like by the time we meet her in the original trilogy, she's done no. caring oh, about those things. Not. Absolutely, but, yeah. yeah. So she's still in this place where... She wants to do the right thing, but she doesn't want to get caught doing it. Exactly. So oh, it's so good. She she's has such a, a good witch white liberal. Yes. Yeah, so she has a She'll fully committed... She'll money, but she's not going to do that protest because mm-hmm. she could get arrested. Yeah, <laughs> she still hasn't fully gotten to that point of being the leader of the rebellion. We see her in... see her as in um, Rogue One. Yeah. So we're still, like, in this... Which is kind of nice to... It's kind of interesting to see her radicalization arc... Versus Cassian's radicalization yeah. arc. I need to rewatch Rogue One. <laughs> I yeah. have not rewatched it I've since we it. did the episode about it. Yeah. yeah, I've rewatched it kind of recently. Um, yeah, it's all real interesting. We have then Cyril. Oh, it's all, why do I keep saying interesting today? That seems to be my word. <laughs> Instead of saying uh, I just keep saying interesting. That's kind of interesting. It right? is kind of yeah. <laughs> Cyril is uh, doing his little job interview, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, want to work in this cubicle hellscape?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the guy's like, oh, thousand you goddamn know. cubicles. Like, hey, you know that office, uh, There's open no office small board jobs. plan from modern day? Let's just make it worse. <laughs> yeah. There's no, no smoke. He, like, basically asks, like, what, like, about his past at Mulana One, and Asiro kind of goes on his little art. His little, mm-hmm. well, they didn't do it, and I couldn't stand for that injustice. And so I had to stand up because no one else would, but I got fired for it. And it was my job to maintain public safety and they weren't going to do it. And the guy's sympathetic. 
And he's like, well, how about we just erase that part from this before we hire you? So he basically just gets rid of the bad stuff. That whole... Yeah, no, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. we can just actually just use these charges of you, like, shooting an unarmed black teenager. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, he's like, you were, yeah, you were doing your come job. Work at, yeah, it was your job. Yeah. Come work at our corporation. That shouldn't start you from getting a fresh start. Oh, exactly. That would just yeah. be unfair. I mean, you may have raped college. someone, yeah, but I mean, that could affect your swimming career. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. So, that's a... Yeah, he's... <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Yeah, have yeah you only killed two people. <laughs> yes, right. Oh, God, don't even get me fucking started. I know. <laughs> we then have uh, Clea basically going to meet Vel in a really interesting way. We kind of see, like, a public transit yeah. system. And also, I she's know... almost unrecognizable. Yeah. In her outfit. Clea. Uh, both of them are, honestly. Well, the, the Clea, I feel like, is not to me. Because I don't know if it was just... I It, it, it trips me up so fucking much. And it keeps fucking confusing me. She looks too much like Billy Lord, which makes her look a little bit too much like she young looks, Leia. She looks so much like Carrie Fisher that I am afraid yeah. of how much she looks like Carrie Fisher. Yes, but because she can't be. It doesn't work with the timeline because Leia is like 14 or 15 at this time. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought because I know I, I, she's it, like it, 17 at A New Hope. Because it, it was in our episode that we like, because it was like, this doesn't make sense. This is five years before we see that like fake young Carrie Fisher or, or like it was a CGI how did they was that an actress or was that a CGI no, it was, it, it was, it was, it was a deep fake, fake yeah. so only... it was an actress that then they used mocapping to map uh, Carrie Fisher's face on okay her. but she looks like either that actress or Billy Lord she so, looks she looks it's it, which is why it's concerning me because she almost looks so much like a young Leia that it's like why waste this actor to not, not play, to not play like, yeah. or just something like, else. Well, like she is very, a very good actress. So she is, is, yeah. So it would be bad for the fact that she looks so much. But her name's Clea. Oh my god. She looks like Leia, and her name is Clea. I'm that scared. I'm really head. scared. I'm really scared about her. Okay. I'm really scared about where that, she's that, that kind of threw me. And then also, she's with her um, angelus father right now. Val looks a little bit like like it took me a second to realize it was Val that she, yes. she then meets up with Val. Um, I wish I would have rewatched this episode because I feel like it's a I don't I, I don't know I don't know how the Star Wars accents relate to like actual like British uh-huh. accents. What are you talking but, about? Space Boston. <laughs> British accents usually yes. uh, are the core worlds. Yeah, but it feels... Upper-class like, core worlds. But so. but uh, but I feel like it's a very specific, like, British accent It's the thing. fancy it's, British accent. Well, Mom Nathma has a fancy British accent. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Val kind of doesn't. Yeah. Val sounds like she's from a more, like, working-class British family. Yeah. But Mom Nathma sounds like she's from a more posh British family. But I think you could also say that Mom Nathma's job is public speaking. And maybe Val... Yes. And maybe Val was kind of putting it on more when she was in... On O'Donnell and to, like... Scottish mm-hmm. man is a cop. <laughs> and then maybe it's yeah so I, but I don't know if like that actually fucking matters yeah. because like you know like where the fuck is like where is space Columbia where is space Mexico right. like wh- right like, yeah like why are we not letting Jodie Comer do a Liverpool accent she had to do her fake British accent to yes. be Ray's mom like yeah yeah it's interesting and it's like where's space America where is space wherever Daisy Ridley's from like yeah like so yeah. so yeah like I don't yeah but it's it did so take me a second wish. to be like oh this is Val and I was also so distracted. I was like, you look so much like she either like young Leia or Billy Lord. But the hair down, she looks so much like Leia. Like, I, I'm really worried. Cause she, but she's too def- worried. I'm too worried that they're going to try to make her, which I don't think they will with how this story is But didn't Obi-Wan like, come out very, like, right before this? Yeah. So, But young Leia is an Obi-Wan, right? Right. So, but 
So, but like as like a as like seven eight, really young. But that time would not make sense for it to be here, right? I mean, Leia is literally supposed to be like like early teens, fifteen ish, around that age, fifteen. Mm-hmm. 14, 15, 16, around that age at but this point in the five show. years. Oh, no. So she's supposed... Or, yeah, I guess she would be like 12. She's definitely supposed to be... She's not that old. I was going <laughs> to say, this This very hard to carry... She, she looks will, older than Leia does in the original yes, trilogy. Yes, yes, yes. But she this is five be. years before that. Yes. So, so that is... That's why I'm, like, concerned about what... the Leia have some secret half-sister we didn't know about? When? When would Padme and Anakin have had another kid other than Luke? I said half-sister. Maybe Padme had Padme Padme died! Oh, maybe Padme had a kid before. Padme had a kid when she was like 12 or something. Like, we don't know. Who knows? I I, have not watched the prequels. You know, before she hooked up with the creepy kid saying, are you an angel? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is there cloning? Is there cloning? Oh, there is cloning. Is there cloning in Star Wars? Is there cloning in Star Wars? I was literally thinking that because the sins of we covered the entire Republic Commando series. Maybe <laughs> maybe she's a slightly aged clone of young Leia. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's maybe. it. That's why she's named Clea. They won't find Clea. <laughs> the clone Leia. Clone Leia. Clea. There we go. We figured it out. That's our fan theory. Yeah, she confuses me. She confuses me. I mean, she is a very good actor. Like, she's very actor good. I really like it's just what she's doing. Yeah, but it's just she looks too much like yes. Leia. She just That's looks too distracting. Much like young Leia and currently what Billy Lord looks like. So it's but, very oh, confusing. In a, in a way, I think she really looks more like Carrie Fisher than Billy Lord does. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's yes. the point of like it's like she's a mix between young right. Leia and Billy Lord. Yeah, of, like it's. It, yeah, so it's just like, why cast her? Yes, I mean it's it especially to put Clone and to Leia, pick Clea. that name and to pick that Clone name. Clone Leia, Clea, we got I, it. I'm so confused about it, but yeah. So we have that whole meeting where basically, uh, yeah, we totally got distracted about what yeah, actually what, happened. What did she it. even say to Val? <laughs> uh, she basically says to Val that like they got the money, everything is set up. Val's like, well, what do we do now? What do we need to do? And she basically is like, we. She basically says that there's still a loose end, and that is Cassian, and we yep. need to kill him because he's a risk right now. He's not with us. He could be against us. We should kill him. It doesn't Bell ask like why? Oh, yeah. Where's Cinta? Like, have you heard of Cinta? Like, she's doing her job as as she's supposed to be. Yeah. And then we also have in this that fucking shot I absolutely love of Cinta like getting that little speeder out. Uh and then we see the <laughs> we see the the um Oh yeah, the Cinta just walked from the base of like a fucking speeder in the woods. Yeah, and then we see the look up why can't I think of what they're called? A Star Destroyer. Yeah. We then see the Star oh, Destroyer yeah. just like totally black out the sun yeah. and like just look up and that's all you see I love that because I don't feel like we get that view a lot I think we've gotten it some in like uh, Rebels and shit I think like it was that, in, like in Mogul but... 1 we talked about too of like yes. it, it's um, because it's always out in space and we don't see it like with yes yeah, so when we see it over Jeddah how big it actually yeah, is yeah yeah like yeah. we need like something to scale how big these fucking things so are so when you see it like totally black out the sun and someone look up at it and it just looked like a building flying over there yeah, yeah it's yeah. It's very unsettling. Yeah. So I do like that as we see her, like, kind of get her little speeder and, yeah. and go. Yeah, then we kind of, after their little conversation, their tense meeting, we have Cassian returning back to Ferrix. And he uh, goes to visit... Marvel. 
Marva and B2. And he's even like, he's like, when did we start locking the door? I, I hate that when he walks in. And he, like, knocks it, she opens it, and he's like, when did we start locking the door when he's when she's mm-hmm. hugging him? I hate it. I hate that line. It's it's good. It, it adds, like, so much weird story building in such a tiny... It's so much adds to, like, we've become some weird police state now. Yes. That, like, we, no one in Ferris can... ro- locked their doors, but now we have to. Now we have to. But not for any community reason, because we added more policing. Yes. So, like, we're worried about the police. We're not worried about the community. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Ugh. So... We then have Marva being like, you shouldn't have come here. They're looking for you. Um, And basically, before that, she talks about how he doesn't know how someone could turn him in, that that's what happened before, with that he didn't know that Tim was the one that turned him in. And it's like, he's like, does Bix know? And it's like, either Bix was trying to stop him or what, but he died and the whole thing, so there's no reason being mad about it. Gassi's basically like, I scored. I have money. We need. We should go. Let's yeah. go someplace warm and nice, so we don't have to be dealing with all of this shit here. And she is already reluctant. Like, why? Why should we go? Like, I do like this too of being him being like, I have money now. We can leave. And he only took what he was owed the two hundred thousand when he he could have taken so much more. Million dollars. Or, or he could have taken the. He, the, he can fly the ship. Or he could have taken the 80 He could have taken the 80 or he could have agreed with Skink's plan and taken 40, 40 million. Yeah. Or he could have just lied to Val and taken, like, 15 million. Right, he, he could have only... said, oh, my fee was a million. Or like, he, oh, yeah, because yeah, she probably might not have even been told, but he only took what he was out. And I, like... And, and I, I bet that he also took the 30000 that he paid he the farmer from made, his 200000 yeah. Or he took, you know, you know, but what 230000 When it's from, $80 million, why does that matter? Right. But I do like, like, I like... I, I like that it's, like, him starting to be, like, maybe the Rebellion is good, and maybe I shouldn't steal this money from the Rebellion. Like, maybe- Yeah, he didn't, he didn't want to steal the money from them. Yeah. Like, that wasn't, regardless of how he didn't fully agree with it, he didn't want to steal the money from them. Because yeah. he did understand that it was going to something else. Yeah, that something that was better. Him and Skeen just stealing it for their own personal gain felt wrong yeah. to him. So Marva is like reluctant and he's like, you know what? You're right. I'm, I'm moving too quick. How about in the morning? I'll go talk to Bix. I'll talk to the Bix. In the morning, we'll go. First thing in the morning. Yep. And uh, I also like that like B is like, yes, we're going. Let's go. <laughs> he's very <laughs> excited to go. Uh, we then have uh, Marva or not Marva. Why did I say Marva? Mm-hmm. We have Mon and her friend. What the hell is his name again? God. Oh, he's Princess Margaret's boyfriend from that one season of The Crown, but I'll look up what his actual name is. Anyways. Keep, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah so her, her childhood blue, the, friend the slash... The blue-eyed guy. Slash probably childhood, like, Long boyfriend. Interest, yeah. Yes. Are talking, uh, and she's kind of, like, smooth... Tay. Tay. Yeah. It's Tay. Yeah, Tay Colma. Tay Colma, yep. Mm-hmm. Played by Ben Mills, so she is basically like trying to be like, I have something I want to tell you. Um, it's really important. Before that, we also have this little moment where he meets her daughter, and it's really awkward. And and and, and Isn't he she can like kind of scene for her marriage ceremony or whatever. No, she's like, she's pretty much like. Dad said I had to ask you if I could go. That's right. Like I don't want to be here. Can I go upstairs? Dad said I had to ask you or whatever. And so she's like, Yeah, okay, that's fine. And even Tay's like, that's a hard age. And she's like, yeah, it's... I like that he immediately gets like, your family life's kind of not great. <laughs> Kieran's so bad at being a husband. And then he's also, I feel like, worse having like a... Well, 
I, I feel like he's being worse than the fact that, like, Leia is on his side. Mm-hmm. Like, not, like, with everything. Even though, like, uh-huh. I feel like Piran is, which we find out, you know, once we get further in with them. Piran isn't, is fine with being like, we're practicing wherever the fuck they're from. Yeah. Not, like, orthodox, but then, like, Leia right. goes to that. Yeah, that he didn't, he didn't, uh, yeah, Cinderellan. Yeah. He didn't agree with those, su- he, he wasn't enthusiastic about the, the marriage shit either. Yeah, the yeah, she says that too. Because when Vel's like, "Is he the one that's pushing this?" and he's, she's like, "No, surprisingly, he's against this too," which does make sense because he's in a marriage he is not happy in because yeah. of these yeah, and they child marriage and, and they tradition. they know the difference of living on Chandelier versus living on Coruscant, which yeah. I, I do, I do, I. God, how is this the same fucking show that we have fucking people jerking off to fucking Ahsoka, yeah, I, Ahsoka I know, and so tiny outfits? That like this is such a good like. I mean, though we're all, I mean, we could, we could be better. We're all white and we're speaking with British accents. But it's like a good, like, immigrant type thing of being like, no, we're here. So our kids are pulling onto this culture that they never actually got to experience. Which I I feel bad talking about this as a fucking, like, fucking fourth generation fucking white American. Right. But like, but like, I took German in high school because, like, our ancestors were German. So I was like, yeah. So like, but I like that, like, I I, I like this. There's this idea that that she would be interested in this because she's, can't. She, she can't actually be there. So she's in almost... And more... is it in it? So then she's more committed to it because she wants to feel like she's a real Cinderella. Mm-hmm. You know? I was like... going to say, there, it, it's, it's very reminiscent of America's, like, how everyone's like, oh, where are you from? And it's it's not, like, you know, especially us going outside of the U.S., you know, it's like, oh, you, you know, you expect American. But it's like, I'm Irish, Scottish, oh, and you break that... down what or you even are. That, yeah, even the way that a lot of white people in America will... Break down. Well, where I mean, their that's, that's literally what I just fucking yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, yeah, I mean, I feel like you liked like, German because your family came from German. And yeah, I mean, we yeah, it's like every Irish fucking. People. I like Irish whiskey and blah blah blah. It's yeah, like right. I'm Irish. No, no, you're American. But this you're, weird want yeah, to be no, connected to a culture are, you never knew. That is much older than like yeah. ours because like and also ours is just our like, country's young in the grand scheme of things. So. And well, yeah, that culture is racism. Yeah, it's just racism and capitalism and genocide. So it's like. I mean, not saying that, like, you know, Germany, Ireland, and England aren't that as well. Very much. But, like, you know. <laughs> yes, but I, I get what you're saying, though. Like, was he ready to, like, was he, like, oh, no, wait, they're bad, too, right now. Ireland's okay. They were oppressed for a long time. Yeah, but I don't know how much the Irish was in there versus yeah. the fucking English and the German. I mean, mom's family is just fucking German through and through, so, like, Jeez. there's no hiding that shit. Yeah, but I... I absolutely love this whole I love these Coruscant parties yes. I think that yes. they're so in any other series this could have been so boring but I feel like they're so good in this because like this is half a it's a political uh, drama yes it's a very good like, it's a spy political drama yes yeah I mean and <laughs> yeah I don't know what's like I mean I, like a Game of Thrones at, at yeah, I could see a little bit. I mean, bit. from the political end of Game of Thrones, I didn't want to say 24, because that just uh, feels like me listening off where it is. It is, it is like to the point where from. I would recommend your dad would like... Yeah, we, we were joking with that. I was like, you know, you'd actually... If there was any Star Wars thing you would like, it would probably be it this. Is. this yeah. It's about spies and political a, drama Oh, he would compare this to Homeland. Like, yes, I, yeah. I, yeah like, which I've never watched, but he always tells me yes. so fucking much about. But yeah. like... Um, <laughs> But no, I feel he's like, a dad. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like this is much more like I feel like it's more of a a political drama. Like I would say, The Mandalorian is like a sci-fi fantasy show. Mm-hmm. This this is a political show, right? Like it is. Yeah, it, it is. It's 
And this that's is a political drama. Like, and that's yeah. why I think it's important to Star Wars going forward. Is because this can just be a universe where any kind of story can be told. And I think there's a yeah. place for all these different types of stories. There's a place for these high concept spy shit going on, yeah. political shit. Give there's us our a Timothy place. Timothy Oliphant Western. Right. There, what, there's but, a point <laughs> for Mandalorian as almost a Western kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. There's a spot for the Bad Batch just being random. Almost kid one-off adventures. There's a spot for well, all of I that. I feel in like the this universe. is what if Star Wars is going to be as big as the want like to be? want to be as big as the MCU is. Of like you pick what your movies want to be, and it's like Thor Ragnarok can be a pure fucking a pure fucking camp comedy, comedy. Mm-hmm. and then like. So I mean, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm referencing movies I haven't seen, but I know one of the Ant Man movies is just like a heist movie. Mm-hmm. Like, the, and, uh, is he the? I think it's the second one. I have no the idea. I've not one? watched a single anime. Yeah, I don't I care. I do not. Yeah, care. me neither. But like, um, but like, so, you, but it's like you can do. But like, then the Black Panther movies are very serious dramas, basically. Yeah. But like, so you can do this different shit within these fucking genres, and it's just to the point of like, like. Jessica Jones, like, was basically about rape. Like, it was about, yeah. like, a female mm-hmm. oppression in rape culture. Like, that's what it was about. And Luke Cage was about violence against, like, but, black men. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can have these specific, specific things, so you don't always have to be, like, maybe it doesn't... It doesn't always have to appeal with for everyone. everyone. Exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Because maybe, you know, some, four, you know, some 12-year-old boy who might like Bad Batch, who has seen every Star Wars movie, maybe this is above his head. Yeah, maybe, maybe Bad Batch is below him. him. But, like, but yeah. then, like, someone... But maybe he likes the Mandalorian and but his, Boba Fett. But like, his those parents are... are, like... Yeah, but I feel like that's even... I feel like that's why people got so mad about Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Because it was, like... It, it, we thought I it was going to be, a, a like, a gritty thing with Book of Boba Fett, and, like... I think they tried to make everyone happy. They were... Th- yes. I think that's where Star Wars yes. is right now, and where this can put yeah. them above I feel like that. that. Book of Boba Fett is a great example. We should we trying stop to make trying everyone to happy. appeal to everyone, and we should find our niche thing and do that good, rather than do a bunch of things mediocre. Yeah, which I feel like we should do yeah. in your um, speculation episode. I think, like, we should start it with a, um, what, you missed some Book of Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. Because I, I kept seeing on Twitter oh, yeah, when that tra- do, I would even do a small episode of that of, soon. Of what that trailer came out? Because mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of people on Twitter being there were, like... Who, yeah, who, I didn't who who watch pit, Book of Boba Fett. Who were pissed at being like, wait, Grogu's back? Like, yeah. that was the main emotional weight at the end of season two. And what, it's already been addressed? Like... And I, I get, because I saw a bunch of people being like, oh, I only watched Mandalorian. I didn't want to fucking watch Book of Boba Fett. And I know I sent you that tweet where that was basically like, yeah, Boba Fett and Mulan are basically Jabba the Hutt and they work with Mandalorian because they're bad at their fucking jobs. And then he convinces Luke Skywalker that he should allow Grogu to be a Mandalorian instead of a Jedi. And now we're all back together. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Yeah. It's, it's strange. Yeah. So we have in this whole conversation with um, Mon and Tay where... She's kind of feeling out the water of what to say. They're, it's clear that at this point they're kind of having this like polite conversation Conversation that's very base level. Mm-hmm. And she says that she has a favor to ask him and it's really serious and he can't tell anyone about it. And he's like, is this about personal or politics? And she says politics. And he's like, well, then maybe you shouldn't. You might find that my tastes are a little extreme or that my views are a little extreme for your taste. And kind of is saying, like, I know you don't know what it's really like because you're here on Coruscant. Again, with the whole idea that Coruscant is so yeah. isolated. And she basically says, like, 
And he's like, oh, I offended you. And she's like, no, you set me free. Like, I was didn't know how to approach this. But, like, this is... And she pretty much tells him like, that... Bitch, like, bitch, I'm the rebellion. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much... I need you to do this sketchy financial stuff for me. And I can't tell you why because it's too dangerous. But I need you to act like everything's okay. And I love that she keeps going to smile. Mm-hmm. She's like, smile like we're talking about old times and, and everything. I love this whole... I love it. Like, the way it really, like, we're in this huge party with all these people and they're walking through it and, like, drinking. But it really, like... I don't know, like, zooms in on their little tiny conversation and, like, that little bubble they're in about it. I really like how it's framed and everything. Yeah, so he, like, is is interested in it. And, um, yeah, I love the Coruscant parties. I think they're really fun. Yeah. We then have um, Cass go to visit Bix and basically, like, set shit straight. And she tells him that he shouldn't be there. And he, like, makes a whole joke of, like, oh, I remember when your dad said that to me. You know, like, oh. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we used to fuck. Yes. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. So we used to fuck as teenagers, yes. Yeah. And <laughs> he asks what happened to her, why, like, you know, because she has, like, a black eye still. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, things have changed since you were here. And, like, basically saying that it's not safe for him and it's not safe for anyone there for him to be there. Yeah. Uh, someone's going to turn him in at some point. And he's pretty much, like, it, it's this, uh, he's kind of, like, saying, like, that he's going to go and he has to leave anyway. Um, but he does end up, like, at the end of this conversation, leaving enough money to pay back all of his debts. Yeah. yeah. And that she should just, her and everyone else should just forget about him. Yeah, and then he's going to go. Just again, I like that he only took what he was owed. Yeah. Like, and I like that he made sure that he had to stop and clear. make sure everyone else got paid. Yeah, clear, yes. clear he, yeah, he, he gave enough. He took only what he was owed when he could have taken so much. Uh-huh. And then he paid off everything he needed to. Yeah, even though he really plans on leaving and never coming back. Yes. He could have left and never paid those people back. Well, he could have gone. He he could have taken the four, fucking forty million, paid right. those people up to never come back, and then you know buy a fucking private planet somewhere. Right. So. He comes back as morning is uh, starting to break to get Marva and head the fuck out of there. And, oh, wait, oh, no, actually, oh, yeah, that's right. In between this, we have him, like, stopping, and he hears, like, some uh, stormtroopers approach, and he has, we have, like, this little flashback of him and Clem, like, staying there as the Imperials are coming, kind of for what seems like the first time, because we're still wearing clone armor. It's fully grown hair. Um, yes, but I do love that we see when it's on his face, it is old. It is Diego Luna Cass, Cassian. And then Which, when we zoom out, it's, it's child again. Which is showing it's the, younger the PTSD kid. of the I situation. Love the, yes, I love this idea of yeah, him back I, in the I situation. I will say initially confusing uh, the first part. Yes, I think it was, was a like, good wait. choice of him still seeing this, still experiencing it. Because that's what they say with PTSD. You would like right. Well, yeah, right. No, and I know we mentioned it, but I, but I just feel like uh, being like a dumb viewer... I might have been drunk. But, like, being, like, a temp viewer, like, I was a little confused. It was, like, how long ago did this happen? Right. Because, like, yeah. you know, he's wearing, like, a sim... He's obviously wearing the same outfit, but it's just, like, he's, he's he doesn't wear that many different outfits. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, like, was this two years ago? Was this 15 years ago? We'd, like, or... But like, we, all, we also have... The main point of why he got in... Why Clem got in trouble was because everyone was kind of, like, throwing rocks and shit, being mad at the soldiers coming in, and he comes up, tries to stop them... But then it looks like he's at the front leading them. Mm-hmm. So then the, they, they kind him. of... They straight up have yeah, him. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet, but yes, they grab him. And yeah. we then have him come back and see Marva and say that we got to go. That mm-hmm. I just, like, let's let's leave. It's time to go. And, uh, like, nope. 
Yeah, and B is like, we're not going. And and he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I don't want to go. It's all come and like, gone. Yeah, it's all gone. It's all, what's the point? And he's like, you don't want to stay here like this. And she's like, I don't care what they do. Their barracks are there. They can't get me in my head. You know, she's like having like this whole moment. And he doesn't understand it or get why she's, and I like that Kazian still doesn't want to be involved. He still wants to live in the fantasy that he can just exist outside of it. You'll run somewhere else with your, yes, mo- with that, your money, that, and it's fine. That fascism won't catch him if he goes somewhere else. Yeah, he goes somewhere else, and he has money, so like, yes. the cap, the like, yes. the capital in in the distance will protect him. And, and Marvel's like, no, it won't. It doesn't like, fucking matter. And yeah, he says his whole thing, and she's like, well, it's probably. Well, she's like, I'm sick of being old and not doing anything, and it's probably doomed. But I'm staying here. And she basically then tells the story about how she can't go through Bix Road. Because every time she goes there, Rick's all she can see... Damn it, Rick's Road. <laughs> and all she can see is Clem hanging, but after she heard about Aldani, she, she put on her best clothes and she walked down the road. With her head held high, yes. specifically. And we says. also then see Cass's flashbacks of him as a kid at that same time of Clem mm-hmm. being hung in the flashback. Which going to attack the clones. Club, and yes. then he just runs his stormtroopers? Yeah. Still clones, too. They're still clones. That's clone armor. I love it. I love that we're still in that era. Oh, do you think maybe clones is where they didn't just fucking shoot him? Maybe it's still early. In is the... this a too American view of like a non-white kid is running at them with a fucking club? Especially a teenager that was uh, close to an adult. Assume they would kill him. Like uh-huh. maybe you could possibly say that. I mean, yeah. I just I, I mean, right. It is. I when he was doing that, I thought someone was going to like run out of a side fucking thing and like slam him. It was going to be like right. fucking. Brazos who's like on the linebacker on the high school football oh, yes. freshman football team like stop it Cassian or something and yeah. I was just like <sighs> yeah so she basically says that if, if people have if these she literally says these heroes have the ability to stand up to a whole garrison Al- Aldani she can be brave enough to stay here and he basically says Aldani was just a robbery like Aldani, that's not what Aldani was and she's like people are standing up he says that whole yeah getting killed for it and it, She's like, I don't expect you to understand. You don't have to understand, like, you know, everything that was taken from you before you even started. Like, but I, I'm, this, like, you deserve to go take that money and find some peace. And I love the whole, like, he, he says that whole thing of, like, I won't have any peace. I'll be worried about you all the time. She's like, that's just love. There's nothing you can do about it. And I love it. And ugh. I love the dichotomy of all of it. But the first time I watched it, I thought of, like, I don't know. In this episode, it felt a little bit like, oh, are we a little bit, like, dementia? Like, I don't think so. She was a separatist beforehand. I think she's always ready to fight. Okay. But but it, she felt like a, not, not, I'm not saying, like, what she was saying was, like, out there. But it felt like she was, like, out, like, almost a little bit too inspired by it. I think she's a separatist. She's been a rebel her whole life. Okay, okay. So, yeah. so, so it felt like a little bit like, oh, are we doing like a little bit of a, like a crazy old woman thing here? But then, but, and even, maybe she is, and... Uh, maybe God, both. I think maybe both. that's the both. And she says the whole thing of, I've just been sitting here waiting to die. I might do, I might as well do something with this last moat time. Yeah, and then maybe that's still when we get to Rick's Road, that is like... May, I mean, maybe it's, it's stuff that she's always thought of, and maybe it is even like a little bit of like... Old woman, That's isn't it crazy? Going, so she's just but going for it, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So maybe all the way it's fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like. Yeah. So she basically tells him he should just. <laughs> also, Fiona Shaw is like not that old. <laughs> like I know. No. I know. No. 
She's a girl in her 70s. She's a really hot wife. Like, yeah. she, she's not that old. Like, oh, she also says that thing as he's leaving of like, oh, oh, and, and it's so, it's so pointed and weird. He says, he says this whole thing of that, like, he, he should just stop looking for his sister. That is the fantasy, and no oh, one God. survived. No one made it off of. That was making me feel like Canary. maybe she is like a little bit like not fully with it because it was well, just she says, it was so out of nowhere and mean. I don't think. Little, well, because she said, well, but she follows it up with the with the what happened on Canari isn't your fault. You were just a child. Like you couldn't save anyone. So I think she is coming from a. She's mm, only sixty four. Yeah, well, this is fine. I think she's coming from a misguided. A, a good but very flawed and misguided place. As she seems to, as seems to be her character. Well, yeah, I guess even she when she a, first saw re- rescued Cassie uh-huh. from Andrew, yeah. when she was right. telling Clem, like, well, no, because Clem's like, he might have people here, and she's like, those people are fucking dead. We need to take him. Right. And, and yes, this whole, the, you know, white woman coming and taking a yes. <laughs> yes. child, <laughs> child yes. color off of his uh, homer. Well, the black some... man's like, ah, oh, maybe not. And she's like, yes. no, 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 we can take him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some points to be said about that. Uh, I, I overall kind of like their relationship. I think it's a, I think it's a good nuanced, interesting. No, it's a very interesting relationship. I, and I feel like it's more nuanced than I would expect from a fucking Disney property yes. of a fucking white woman adopting a non-white child. Yes. Like, yeah, and, like and the weird aspects of it. And yes. The, the problems, but the still that it is a person that raised you, so you still love them. But it's like this weird. I, I like it a lot. No, how it is yeah, set yeah, up. no, that is that that it is raising concerns that I feel like I might have in my own life, and I'm being like, right, Jesus, <laughs> what? No, yeah. I don't need this Star Wars. <laughs> Get out yeah. of here. So uh, this is where we also have um, at this point. Actually, I think it was earlier, but back on the ISB stuff, we have Deidre say the thing that that this is all wrong. They're treating it like a like a simple robbery, and her like her gay officer. Yes, <laughs> yeah. God, I love the gay. So. He says like. Well, what, what should, how should we see it? And she says we should see it as an announcement. That they're oh, doing stuff. That's why it's called, called the announcement. announcement. Yeah. And so we then have uh, Bevan kind of bring up the idea that she's, oh yeah, she got this, she basically like manipulated that one officer that was sleeping on the job to get her the information she wanted mm-hmm. about the stuff on um, Ferrix and Blevin is pissed and kind of brings it up. And, is Blevin the rival guy? Yes. Okay. And she basically is like, well, I was trying to do this, whatever. Yeah, I did access it in a bad way. And he's like, well, what would we be if all of us were acting like that? And the like lead guy is like, yeah, how would you all be if you were all being corrupt but ambitious? Sounds good to me. Clearly she wants Ferrix. She gets it. It seems to be a distraction <laughs> to you. And he says this whole thing of like, good job, like watch yourself. Uh, we have... After this whole little corporate. political <laughs> corporate, yes, yeah. yeah, situation, we have um, Cassian on Niamos, where he's gone for his little vacation, uh, uh, and or space uh, Miami, the space Miami, yes, <laughs> and I think we started with him in like the hotel room with some chick, in the yeah, room. with someone, in yeah, that he. Uh, was clearly fucking last yeah, night. Yeah, it was, was like, in like the bed. Chilling in the shower, hiding shit. Yeah. Above um, the shower. Yes. No. <laughs> and, and she's basically like, we should get that one booze. What was it? It was this, the green one. That one. Like, you should go, go grab that shit. You liked it too. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. So, 
<laughs> he's literally walking to a liquor store as yes. a non-white person. Yes, and he's like mm. on the beach that looks like the serpentine wall. Cincinnati. Oh, it dies. It fucking dies. All I can ever think of when I like look at it. Oh, well, and then oh, with the does. little concrete steps. <laughs> it does. It does look like. How did you guys not know? Like, that was I noticed the, it. That was the first thing I thought of. I don't think I, I fucking it. fully made the connection that oh, it looks like the fucking wall in a fucking park beside the Ohio River in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. This oh, the greeny green ones. That's what she calls it. And so I love this those lines. Like, it seems so normal and weird and what you would call, like... Yes, it feels like so weird what it being. Like, you don't know what the fuck... Like, you know, the, the the pink Mike's hard. The pink Mikey or whatever. Like, you uh, yeah. say some shit like Oh, I the fuck of, like, I know how to get to my in-law's house. Yeah. You want See, me to name the woes? I can't name the fucking woes. So See, Serpentine Wall. <laughs> that is the Serpentine Wall. So, yeah, there's, like, a little beach with, like, concrete little places there. Yeah, there's like and there's little guys steps going up, and everyone's just sitting. He, he, he guys see, like running around, and he like sees these guys running as he's walking on the beach, and is like looking at them, and sees some stormtroopers like kind of following them, and he's like, okay, that's weird. Normal person just like looking, like, huh, weird shit's happening. Yeah. And as he's like getting to the store, he gets stopped by a. He literally just looks trooper. at a cop. He looks yeah. at a cop, and then he gets stopped. Yeah, and the shortstop was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I was going uh, to the, to the who, store." Who right plays there. it? Matt Whitmer. Sam. That's Sam. Why is it Matt? Oh, Sam Whitmer. Sam, yeah. oh. Sam Whitmer plays the. Yeah. Like, that's the, the, the Darth Maul. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So and yeah, he's like, "Well, I'm just trying to get this," and he's like, "Well, maybe you're part of it." And he's like, "Part of what? What are you talking about?" He's like, "It." And he's like, I, "I'm just going to the store." And like, why were you? You're sweating. And he's like, "It's hot." <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's it's. Uh, it's, it's it's almost like it's it's so good, but it's almost a little bit too visceral because it's like I was really worried. Like I know he doesn't die here. Yes, but, but like it could have so, been. It could. So that that was the only thing that made this like not incredibly traumatic because it was like I know he doesn't die right here, but like I could be like uh, the they could shoot case. him right here because yeah. I'm like, well, where the fuck are you going? You walk into the fucking right. store, and he's be like, yeah, I'm walking to the store. He's like, well, why are you walking to the store? Like, why are you out at this hour? And he's like, well. Because I'm walking to the store. And it's just like such an... Oh, God. It it feels like such a setup for a fucking police killing. I was just... I was so nervous about it. But I was like, but I know he doesn't die here. Like he. he And then we have, like, the Imperial Droid comment. And and I love that it's... The Chaos series? Yes. Which I've always thought have been terrifying. As soon as I saw them, I didn't like the proportions. They were too big and strong. Are are these droids... We're not voiced by Alan Tudyk, are we? No. Okay. They're just Imperial droids. Yeah, they I, they have a different voice. They okay. aren't voiced by Alan Tudyk, no. Okay, so I didn't know if this was, like, the... the no, 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 no. This is that yeah, droid, I didn't know the if, like, voice was modulated those... when he hacked oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah. What? Okay, so I didn't know if, like, all of these droids were voiced, like, no. had the same voice and it was all Alan Tudyk's, so, like, well, like it was in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And it, he even says this whole thing of, like, like, hang on to him for me, and he's like, hang, and he, like, holds him up by the throat. He's like, no, 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 tell him, you just mean, like, you know, he's, like, choked out half. And we then go to this extremely. I love it. I love normal ass courtroom. I love how fucking stupid, how fucking mundane and stupid this courtroom is. It's so the fuck. It's mm-hmm. so fucking normal ass shit. I like. There's a fan. Like someone just has a fan in this hot ass, dark, nasty room. And then the, and we're the just judge is saying, shit, and we're just sentenced. And what was his charge? It's like civil disobedience, fleeing the scene of a imperial whatever. And, like, all this different stuff. And he's like, no, 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 I was just walking. Like, 
He was gesturing. Yeah. Yes. He's like, don't add a resisting judgment to this because he starts a- asking up. And she's like, this would have been a six-month sentence. It's six years. And he's like, what? I'm just a tourist. I didn't do anything. I I remember seeing someone. I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. And he like gets, uh, he fucking gets arrested for yeah. Jaywalking basically. Jaywalking. Right. right. A stop and frisk. I say he's, stop it's and a stop and frisk. Yeah. Fucking jaywalking. Oh, it's uh, it, and it's uh, so I did right. see someone was like that. Literally tried to say that. Um, I was like, wow, you're dumb. <laughs> someone being like. I don't understand, and or it was like totally not realistic. Like he just got arrested for no reason. I was like, "Yes, yes. how white are you, person in person?" A hundred percent. Exactly. Was it the same guy yes. who says yes. you can't tell the difference between Diego Luna and Pedro Pascal? Which someone posted, by the way. Someone literally posted trying to say that Diego Luna and Pedro Pascal looked alike. No, <laughs> I know. I was like, they are Hispanic man with. With some uh-huh. facial hair, and that is where their identity. One hair. is short. One their is not as short. Yeah. Their facial structures are completely, completely different. different. Hair color, facial hair, noses. They're so different. Oh, so uh, what? Yeah. yeah. Clearly, one is a Mandalorian and one is in Rogue One, and, <laughs> and they look again. They look so they don't different. Look anything alike? No, they don't. Like, no. Like, like, yeah. Yes. That's Kinto's like, oh, you're trying different. to say racist shit without like, trying to I'm say I'm not race. being racist, but... Look, well, first off, there's I a red flag. I was like, you can't... Are you not looking at those photos? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> they look and then trying no. to defend themselves when people are like, are you serious? Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was so... I, I saw that. They who would have always looked like a baby version yes. of Pedro and Pascal if we're well, even saying so they look alike. alike. Yeah, like, a it's thinner so, face. It's yeah. so narrow, yeah. A more angular face, a longer face. I don't think Diego Luna goes on Pedro Pascal fan account while high. <laughs> yeah, Pedro has more brownish, or like... Like, he has more brownish yeah. hair. Diego yeah. Luna has more, like, black hair. Pedro has a little bit of a darker complexion. Yeah. yeah. Pedro's yeah. skin's a little dark. Like, they look... Their noses are completely different. His face their face is... Yes! yes. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, are yeah. you blind? Are you just choosing not to see? No, no, they have dark hair and dark eyes, and we can tell. Yeah, that's it. They're that's all everyone I've ever seen. Dark hair and dark eyes. They're all the same person. Yeah. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so we end there as... He gets carted off to the next... Part. He gets carted off yeah. into the prison. Into the piss bus. Oh. <laughs> Every bus is the piss bus. Into the piss bus, Yeah. Yeah, oh, that episode, that episode did not come out, so. Oh. That episode, remember the, we, we talked about yeah, this I in know, our dark yeah. end, yeah. yeah. We've talked about this on here, I feel like. Before. Yes, you have. About us getting arrested? Yeah. Well, yeah, because of the whole Mutant May thing. That's the whole reason why we do the Mutant May. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we specifically talk about the, the details of none of them. But we will on the next one. We will for the prison arc, because there's a lot of. I feel like, yeah, that might have been the most specific so we got into it. Because yeah. it's it's fair. Those beginning parts of that whole, like, getting sorted into where they're oh, going. Oh, under the buses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were transferring that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So we. Yeah. All right. That is the Aldani slash the transition into the prison arc. I think that was, yeah. And I guess the Adon, Al, Aldani plus the. Fallout of Aldani. Fallout Aldani. Yes. <laughs> of Aldani. Uh, yeah. The consequences. In the yeah, case. which I guess ends with, with, oh, I was about to say Pedro. Just <laughs> because he had been brought up. <laughs> wow. To, to, to <laughs> Cassian <laughs> being arrested. Yes. Um, all right, so uh, we will be back. Probably 
can. We'll feel like it. It'll be, no, yeah. we will be recording yeah. next Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. We will be back a week after whenever this, this episode yes. drops, based on how I am able to <laughs> edit it, um, with the prison arc uh-huh. of Andor. Mm-hmm. So, if you would like to contact us about this episode or any other Star Wars, Mandalorian, or Andor related things, we are Weekly Shower Podcast at gmail.com, Weekly Shower Pod on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. We stumbled upon our pond. You stumbled upon a pond, and then you thought, hmm, what is this podcast? <laughs> um, if you would like to know what it is called, oh. it is Break a Sock. If you know what it is called, but you would like to know how it is spelled, Cork has it spelled. B R I I S A K. K. What What did you do? B B R I I K A S A K. Rikasak Pod. That was very clear for everyone. B R I I K A S A K. Rikasak. We're very sorry for our our, our, our terrible even naming qualities. Thank you for being here. We will be back in hopefully a week after this episode drops covering the prison arc of Andor. So we will see all of you then. Bye. Retoshimi. Koashi. <laughs> <laughs>